advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Loses meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. You want to do this first, so you didn't have to stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do this. I was first. like, why is everyone taking one ear off? And yeah. by everyone, I mean you and Dave. So, um, as we said on the bonus that you might not have heard because you might be a fuckface peasant, so you didn't get the bonus episode. Uh, my nephew Cole is here in the Fight Club studios with us. Yeah. And, What's up, uh, Cole? Uh, they can't hear you. They can't hear you. That's okay. <laughs> Nobody can hear you. <laughs> so, I've deleted um, your voice already. If they could, he cut you out. Yeah. I've been very curious to try uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's uh, tequila. That's why you said that The Rock put this cork in. Yeah. I didn't realize the story more. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was, That's why I said it was I appropriate. It was a clever joke either way. Yeah. yeah, it was appropriate to drink it on okay. the, the Andre the Giant episode. True. Yeah, it would have yeah, been yeah. better on The Rock episode, That's I guess. True. But That's true. I don't know but if I don't think this was even out no, I don't think so. So, it's heavily promoted, though. It, it's Terramana, the fuck out of it. It's like the number one growing tequila in the world. Um I got the the Reposado on sale and couldn't pass it up. I'm not normally a tequila guy, but I've wanted to try it since it came out. So we're all going to try the, yeah. the Terramana. Cole's going to get in on the clink. Dink, dink. You got to do full clinks. Dink. Come on. Come on. Oh, Jesus you Christ. Do full clinks. All right. Oh, wow. It's really smooth. There's a weird taste at the end, though. It's not peppery. I don't know what to call that. I like it. That's just, that's tequila. Yeah. It's really smooth, though. It is smooth. There's no like heat. That's the agave taste. Yeah, like you could like the, yeah. run a mile and just drink some of this if it was cold. Like, it's that kind of smooth. Yeah, it is pretty smooth. <clears throat> that's cool. Yeah. have a lot of tequila life experience to speak from. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, he said, and I quote, yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, no. Yep. It's a very good. I think it's good. I think it's I good. That. How much was that bottle? It's normally like uh, Bevmo. It's forty bucks. Mm. I pulled the trigger because yeah. I it can was see 32. sipping tequila though. What's the proof on that? Just normal. Yeah, it's pretty good. Eighty proof. What are your thoughts, Brad? You you have a more refined uh, tequila. Yeah, you're Mister Tequila. Um, you're Tequila Mockingbird. Man, I think that's it's, good. You know, that's like your, that's your handle on Twitter, Tequila Mockingbird. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't, I mean, I haven't been, I haven't really been into tequila in, in a while. I mean, right. really it's whiskey, you know, whiskey, whiskey, whiskey. Um, but no, it's, it's actually anything that you can kind of drink and not be like, Oh God, like fuck. by itself. Yeah. Yeah. It, it tastes good. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it has good flavor. Uh, it's very smooth. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, if, if you like the flavor profile of it, you know what I right, mean? Like, right. it, like then it's, you know, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Um, it's not a, it's not a shit. It doesn't taste like shit. No. Like Jose Cuervo or something. No. 
So yeah, no, it's actually really. And again, good. I haven't had a whole lot of upper end tequila. I think I think that's a solid buy for forty bucks. Yeah, usually. So and and I've always said like tequila, um, you gotta spend money. Yes. Uh, you gotta you gotta spend in the eighty to a hundred dollar range to get uh, a good bottle of tequila, like right. a, something that's that's like yeah, that's my shit, you yeah. know. Um, but for forty dollars, that's that's really good. That yeah. I'd put that on the level with the uh, with the Suiza. The uh, the family reserve, yeah, um, and because it's good and it's it's forty dollars ish, and it's fucking it's it's you can drink it, you know, it's not uh, you don't have to mix that shit. The it's thing not that garbage. yeah, the thing that that makes because I, I follow the rock on social mediums, um, I I taint him on Gooch like yeah. the whole thing, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he you know he self promotes obviously you can't blame him, yeah, but he always like posts a picture of himself <clears throat> like in his office Drinking. reading a script, yeah. And he's got like the perfect glass of that on the rocks with lime in it, mm-hmm. and every single time it just looks fucking amazing. It looks yeah. so good. And yeah, like, I, that on the rocks with some yeah. a, a squeeze so, of lime in it would probably be pretty fucking. Yeah, good. like if you make margaritas and you and you make them with Jose Cuervo, they you still taste the Jose Cuervo right. dirt tequila. Yeah, yeah. right, right. It tastes like somebody fucking poured tequila over a fucking potato they just picked out of the ground. Right, right. If you made margaritas with that, it'd be, it'd be like undetectable. Yeah, you, you, the yeah, there'd be there. some fucking drunk girls yeah. at the party. I mean, and that's yeah, the truth. It's immediate. very smooth. Yeah, it's very yeah. smooth. You could put a little more in. I can't imagine The Rock pulling off any half-ass shit, though. You know, he wasn't going to put his name on it. Right. No, no. Yeah. And, and and obviously, he's not fucking at the fucking, you know, uh, the plant when they're brewing it. You yeah. know, like he's just, he flavored it. He likes the flavor profile right, of it. Right. Um, but you, you can imagine that The Rock has had some of the fucking best tequila you've ever tasted. Yeah, for sure. Probably, yeah. And so he knows what a good profile is. And obviously, and I, this is the first time tasting it. It's very good. Like, it, it's very... I don't know what the $30 one is like. I mean, it's probably... I don't know what kind of an elevation the Reposado normally is compared to the regular in other other brands. It, it just depends. Yeah. Like, I mean, you have brands where the, you know, the Blanco is expensive, um, oh, true you know true that's um, true yeah it just it just depends on whatever it is than the yeah. other one yeah yeah allegedly a certain hot sauce brand and company at their headquarters has floor to ceiling like two rooms full of the most amazing tequila collection ever i would imagine allegedly, yeah i would imagine we need an afro cam we just need the top of his head like they saw his afro they're like damn that's an impressive afro, <laughs> an <laughs> afro mean, they cam? dipped into the camera when yeah. he got the fucking clamp. Uh, <laughs> they just see they see <laughs> yeah he's got yeah, conan it's very wispy yeah yeah yeah. yeah, there's a breeze. Like you can, you could tell where uphill. You know, like if like if there's like a um like a gas breakout. You know, and we need to move. You know, it's like a plumb bob. You can yeah. tell. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If we hang him upside down, he goes yeah. to Santa Cruz mystery spot. And yeah, like, what's happening? Yeah, his afro straight yeah. up, and he's totally leaning to the side. <laughs> oh, and where's my phone? So we have a hot sack winner. Um, I actually posted a little bit ago. I've been behind on Reddit, but I got in there. Uh, last night and my underscore sugar evolution uh, posted like an egg dish that she made <clears throat> and uh, she took it she drew she printed out a color picture of the El Yucateco black and then drew herself carrying it and it says to size not to size etc it's a good looking dish uh, it's a funny photo uh, so thank you. For Either posting. that's a really big bottle of Teco or it's a really tiny lady. Well, it, she's actual size and tiny. the bottle says not actual size. Mm. So um, that's a huge bowl of food. That is a big bowl yeah. of food. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, and we're on to your tricks. We know how you spell flavor and how you spell color. Exactly. We're still shipping it to you. You're not fooling me. That's right. I'll spend thirty dollars and ship you a hot sack. You son of a bitch. And, and they say whilst. Whilst. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know yeah. where that's at. Where's yeah. that at? Whilst. That's that's pretty. That ain't Bakersfield though. Pretty British. Yeah. But the O-U-R, I thought it could be Canada, but once I saw the whilst and the O-U-R. Yeah, they didn't say sorry at the end of this. They're like, oh, I love El Yucateco, sorry. Eh? Yeah, no, I think it's, I think we're, I think <laughs> this. I'm apologizing. I think this package is going across the pond. So look for Frankie Pigeons uh, to reach out to you. Thank you. As always, we give a hot sack uh, brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce every week. Uh, the king of flavor since you put it in your motherfucking mouth. Um, go buy it. Go try it. Um, and uh, you're going to enjoy it. Um, and also we like to give a, a shout out to our patrons at the top of our episodes. And, uh, this time is no different. If you uh, like the show and you want to support us, a really easy way to do so is to go to patreon.com backslash sofa King podcast. Give us just a buck and you get your bonus episodes. Uh, there's a lot of them out there. So you'll get a ton of content you don't normally have. Um, and, uh, that's all there. Uh, so our, uh, Pledges. We can call them our pledges. Hmm. Are they? Yeah, they pledge money every month. They're yeah. in Brad's fraternity. I think they're our pledges, yeah. yeah. Anyway, our first pledge is Chris Stillwell. Mm-hmm. He's doing, yeah. He's still doing well. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I was Never just like, he had some, he had some just, shit happen in the past. It was rough, mm, rough waters. Yeah. Real, real rocky shit going on in life, but yeah. he's good. And he's still well. It's a weird name. Like, you know, like the names come from like a historic moment. It's like. It was like some bad water in a well in his village. It was still. And was the yeah. still Ooh, well a good thing? No, it's not. A lot of mosquitoes. A lot of mosquitoes. Still. Yeah, they needed abatement and didn't have it. So this is the fucking poor fuckers who lived out by the still well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, don't, like, yeah. you don't be with still well. Uh, which, which Next town, keep moving. Yeah, which yeah. Chris is that? The one out by the still well. Oh, yeah, that poor mm. bastard. Generations that they've been yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, mom had a fever when she had him yeah yeah so they say mm-hmm. um so thank you chris <laughs> so they say <laughs> thank you chris Stillwell. uh we appreciate it and then we've got um i don't know about this one cooper t i think well it's- it used to be it used to be teeny cooper teeny cooper teeny yeah but too many, uh too many too jokes, many, too many jokes. Yeah. yeah so just just the t is the now tea. yeah did he get all like swole when he did it to try to like overcompensate? Yeah, a lot of chains. Yeah. It's Cooper T money. But they were like, it was just bike chains though. They weren't even gold. Is <laughs> that like oily bike chains on? And it fucked a, up. And the mohawk like took a turn. Right, like it, right. It wasn't even straight. I had a bike chain on my wrist for like, I don't know how long. A couple years. I think years. that was a thing. The whole time yeah. I was at, at, at BC. And I used to have to scrub it in the summer because my wrist would rust. Ugh. And I wouldn't take it off until I was done with BC. That was like my thing. I was like going to wear it, but it was fine all year. And then in the summer, it would fucking rust. I should have oiled it or something. I don't know. I, didn't, yeah. I just would get in the yeah. shower. I had a special brush to scrub the orange off my wrist. Yeah, Or get it a was chain real that stupid. didn't rust. That's yeah. weird. That's it was like some Rite Aid bike yeah. chain. I went and got a Rite Aid bike chain, broke yeah. it, that was snapped thing. it. We all rode BMX, so we had, we had those two. It fucking hurt when you fucking hit your wrist on something. I did hit my fucking wrist. Your wrist bone. Yeah. Fucking the chain goes into your wrist totally bone right there. Oh, yeah. Fucking not cool. Not so there you go, cool. Cooper T. You heard him. Not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa Friedlander. Yeah, he's cool. I think she's like 6'5". The name like Probably. that. Teresa yeah. Friedoland. Yeah, yeah Friedoland. 
Yeah. Knee high boots. She has one of those fucking horse things in her hand. Yeah, great knee high. Business dress. Frito lay. Business she's, dress. Yeah, she's like the Matilda teacher. She looks just like the teacher from Matilda. Some people know. I don't know. Don't pretend like I've you don't know. I've seen that movie. I'm you trying know. to think of who. I'll find it. It won't matter for the audience, but <laughs> I'll feel better about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Teresa Friedlander, we're getting an image of uh, your business attire. Yeah, Friedlander. Where'd that name come from? Uh, the motherland. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is Teresa. Yeah. yeah. That's her. <laughs> spitting image. Yeah. Spitting yeah. Image. They could be related. You can't yeah. tell. If, the only reason you know it's a woman is because she has a dress on. Right. That's right. about it. Yeah. yeah. He's, oh, so, it doesn't show it better on the camera. Thank you for your uh, thank you for your service, Teresa Friedlander. And then we've got uh, Summer Dowdy. Summer Dowdy. Summer's been around. Summer Sausage Dowdy is what they call her. Oh, she, yeah, call during her? the summer, she just legs open and just takes sausage all summer long. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was seasonal depression or something. So I thought, like, <laughs> that was where I was going to go. That's, that's, that's you sausages in yeah, that's summer. That's summer down syndrome. Yeah, yeah that's different. No. That's a different chick altogether. I don't like any of that. No, I think normally people get depressed in the winter, but she's summer, summer dowdy. She starts doubting yeah. herself. Yeah. She gets real down. Yeah. Uh, I see. So the she gets go down up, all right. Her temperament's down. Yeah. On the sausage. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember the details. I know when I was in high school, someone that we know sprained someone's neck at the uh what do they call it every christmas the mall, would, the mall would open that's up the place where they sell all the sausage and cheese <laughs> oh yeah. yeah yeah i know what you're talking about yeah that's where you get the summer sausage from yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the baskets meat, you meet the baskets, baskets. Yeah. that's actually where summer daddy lives yeah on hickory yeah, farms lives on hickory farms yeah a friend of mine picked up like a 10 pound summer sausage and hit someone in the back of the neck with it as hard as they could and like strained yeah. all their neck muscles. That yeah. fucked you up. And they got fucked up, but like no one felt sorry for them because you got hit with a summer sausage. It's hard yeah. not to laugh. Like, yeah. the Dude, summer day. sausages are, they're hard. <laughs> but you know, yeah. all, it's all summer long they're hard. I mean, it might as well be a, a fucking 10 pound log. <laughs> yeah. And uh, summers just takes them like a champ. Said. Yeah. Out in the field, no, laying it's there. It's a weird thing when people get hurt because there's a fine line. You have to make like a real quick split yeah. decision. Like, is that an old lady? I shouldn't laugh. You know what I mean? But if it's anyone that's able-bodied, they're kids. probably okay. Like kids? Yeah. They're like, mentally challenged. Usually when kids get fucked up, it's funny. Yeah, you just I laugh. Agree, yeah. The summer sausage <laughs> but, changes things, though. Even like, say my friend like hit him and then they like fell and fucking hit their head and died. Right. It's like when they go to prison and someone's like, yo, gee, what you in for? It's like, I'll kill the nigga with a summer sausage. Nah. Like, you can't talk about that. Like, you just have to say you, <laughs> you just have to say you hit him and they died. You have like yeah. the summer sausage is typically yeah. going to be edited out of the story. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. if you're at the fish market and slap somebody with a trout, you know, like what if mean? it kills yeah. them and they get fucked up, right? Like, or if they go into a coma, mm -hmm. or you know, you know, they're they're they get a sprained neck from the trout, they're just gonna say, yeah, somebody hit me, and I got like if you got yeah. fired from your job at the fish market and someone asked, it's because you you hit a fucking bitchy ass Karen with the trout, they would laugh, right? Yeah. But then if you find out something like there's a resulting like she's she can't move her right arm now though. You're no. still, you're still gonna laugh. Yeah, yeah. like it was still. It's still the trout. Yeah, the trout know. thing. If you hit somebody with the trout, it's okay. Right. The sausage is different, though. True. Like if you hit somebody with the sausage, is different. Right. It just doesn't it's work. Phallic, the same. I think. I you think a I sausage is phallic? For sure. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Huh. 
<laughs> Especially 10 pounds. Yeah. There's a that's cactus a big, I can't quit looking sausage. at over at Dagny's right now. I'm like, get rid of that cactus. There's a boner <laughs> cactus at Dagny's right now. She's like, what the fuck? It's got two small prickly, cactuses prick. and the big cactus. It's it's so fucking boner cactus. prickly prick, huh? Prickly, yeah. It's all there. Huh. Get it's a good out gift, of here. though. I, one year uh, when I was in college, I bought everyone... Hickory Farms, and I just bought huh. a summer sausage and two cheese balls, yeah. and I arranged them all in boxes, so it was just a giant cock and balls, and wrapped <laughs> it, and that's what I gave every single person I knew yeah. was a giant Hickory Farms cock and balls. That's beautiful. Yeah, was, all this I summer mean, sausage talk over somebody's name. Yeah, Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, thank she you. She got a lot of kids. Thank you, Summer Dowdy, yeah. for your sausage. She's, she's got. Stories. She has a lot of kids, but she swallowed more. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah, <laughs> like she's some sort of an ogre. No, just no, come. she swallowed them before they were. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> we're not on the same wavelength today. Thank God. Um, <laughs> and also, uh, final shout out is uh, check out uh, podbelly.com. We are um, a founding member of the Podbelly Podcast Network. If you want some cool shows to listen to, check them out. We'll name a couple at the end of the show. And if you just want information about podcasting, you can find articles, information, and a cool network there. So go to podbelly.com and check it out. And without further ado, we come to our topic, which is Andre the Giant. Is Oprah announcing him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a wrestler and you're a wrestler. Everybody's getting wrestling. You get a unitard. You get a unitard. <laughs> yeah. So Andre the Giant, um, this has uh, come up before. We were actually going to do it last week, but we opted for the Beasties instead. Um, there is a good documentary on HBO, like an HBO sports documentary. It's about an hour and a half long, and they interview fucking everybody. Um, if you're a if you're a wrestling person, you're going to love that documentary. I mean, it's it yeah. interviews all the old schools. It's got a lot of those HBO documentaries are really good. They are like they're they're, they're really they're well done for it. Yeah, um, I mean, Ric Flair is on it. Vince Senior, Vince Junior, uh, fucking Hulk Hogan, um, Mean Gene, Rick like Flair. all like yeah, they're all. Do you see? All on do you there. see Stephanie getting her uh, Stephanie McMahon getting her vaccine? She looked terrible. Like she was like not done up or anything. Oh, you really? Know? Like, yeah, was I was like, wow, it. Yeah. Just, like, wow. Yeah. And Shane O'Mac is looking more and Shane more O'Mac. like his dad uh, every yeah. fucking day, dude. That's going to get weird when he looks just like yeah, him when he's dude. older. <laughs> like, it's just going to be like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's, That's how my real. uncle is with, with my yeah, grandpa. He looks fucking just yeah. like my, like spitting image of my grandpa. Yeah. Fucking dead on. Like if I didn't know he was dead. And and time had passed. Like if I fucking went to sleep and woke up and he fucking came over, I would think he was my grandpa. Right. It's fucking that dead it's on. It's so right. weird how your nose and ears just keep growing. Like I was talking to my buddy Bill at Dagnan's the other day, and yeah. he's like, he's a fucking cool ass guy. Like this guy was like born across from a library in Mojave and had nothing to do but read. So like when he was seven, he read at like freshman level. Well, there's drugs. And he just didn't want to do that. No, no, he yeah. stayed on the straight. So I was sitting next to him though, but I noticed. I love you, Bill. His ear <laughs> is like fucking six inches long. His fucking ear he's got on the side <laughs> of his head. Yeah. No, he looks like uh, he looks like one of the characters from the cartoon of Hobbit. You know what I mean? Because his features and age have started to like. He looks like a wizard. He's got the big gray beard. His ears are like that. You know, his nose is probably more proportional, less proportional than his younger years were. That's how I'm going to state that. Mm-hmm. But he looks like a character from the Hobbit. And I was like, huh. man, are my ears going to keep getting that big? Yeah. Like they wouldn't. Like they probably yeah. they might fit just under this. You know, how, you know how that kid in school that had really small ears, usually like that black kid, he had really fucking tiny ears. That's conditioned. You, know, you never had one of those guys? Mm. 
Like I, I've I've met a few of we them. Like Shrek? little, no, not like that. Not that <laughs> tiny. But like they were they were proportionately small for right. their head. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I've known three black dudes that had really small ears. Mm. Like really small. They're gonna be the lucky ones. They're yeah, gonna get yeah, older yeah. and fucking yeah, everything is gonna look ears, fucking normal yeah. looking. Yeah. Yeah. Their dicks way out of proportion though. So and yeah, I did tiny. um tiny, <laughs> tiny dick and, and I. Like even way back in the day when I was young and watching wrestling, I was like at the very tail end of Andre the Giant, um, and he you, he didn't wrestle a lot. So even when I did watch it, it was kind of a rarity that he would he would show up. They which, said they couldn't play him all the time because it was right. like a novelty. It's kind of this, and they do that right. It's like they do that. They they've done that with Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. in wrestling like he's kind of a novelty like they bring him out at the pay-per-views and he'll do a couple of like but he's not on every monday night like he's just yeah. not and it was kind of the same way with andre the giant i think but, it's less believable with some of those characters that they're going to get beat is why you know what right. i mean it's like how do you explain like well he beat that guy but he didn't beat that guy like this guy's fucking huge but know? but the th- i think the other part of the shtick though is that and it was the same thing with that's why i specifically thought of brock lesnar is brock lesnar and andre the giant both had this narrative of they've never been pinned ever in the WWF. They've never lost. So you can't sustain that. Like he can't right, come no. every Monday and never lose. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. Cause you're like, well, I we know what's going to happen. But if he just shows up every three months, maybe then this, maybe like, oh, this is yeah. the time for him to, you know, well, is Lesnar still wrestling right now? I don't, I don't know if he is right now. I doubt he is. Problems he, yeah. He, I he doubt like the, the UFC, UFC stuff. I know. Like, but I know like once he got out of, I think once he got they had, like, out cut of the part UFC of his intestines, intestines out or something, he had sucks. some shit. He was, yeah, I don't know if he had a rough time. I was saying, I don't, I don't know if, after he went to the UFC and then goes back to wrestling, that's a hard, like no, that's a hard thing to do. After wrestling, he was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was huge. When I was that's watching, that's a hard thing a to do though because it's like fucking champion. It's like you know because some of those wrestling fans think that the wrestling is fucking real, right? You know what I mean? Like they right. they have no idea that it's a script and it's a show and it's entertainment. Right. They think it's fucking real, yeah. And you know, then he goes to the UFC and like actually fucking fist fights somebody, you know? Right. He hasn't wrestled since WrestleMania 36. That doesn't tell me anything. I don't know if you followed that could have it. been, no. He, he wrestled some fucking guy named, he lost to Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania 36. Yeah. yeah. Drew McIntyre. So he did lose. Fucking monster. Huh. Um, that was only a couple of years ago, I think. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, I was watching a lot of old Andre the Giant footage, like if, with him and Macho Man, him and Hulk Hogan, him and uh, yeah. uh, fucking whoever, like Jake the Snake. Um, and I was just like, he's not good, you know? No, I, but, no, no. But he's just this fucking giant monster it's who's huge. in pain. But then when I started watching the documentary and I was doing the research and I was seeing the footage from him in the 70s and early 80s before he was nearly as big as he was, he was really fucking good. Yeah. Like he had he the was fucking faster. Skills. He had the moves. Like when you yeah. see him when he's lean, he's like still almost seven foot tall, but he's really fucking lean. He's fucking unstoppable. He was a like good looking kid. That documentary yeah, shows he him he was like a handsome guy. And then like yeah. age 14, shit started to go crazy and yeah. started being Tony Robbins. Like he could fucking got, <laughs> this got, got fucking shit got weird. Bro. But the, yeah. the other thing that you have to realize though Tony is Robbins. that he would like, He'll just like smack someone in the chest, which doesn't look all that impressive if you're watching it at home. But if you were in the arena and you saw how fucking big this guy, yeah, and you saw that the fact that his hand is literally the size of a man's head, right, and you hear that smack, yeah, like I mean the the like you can I mean, probably the, feel it. Yeah, it's like the thing is like if if a wrestler picks you up by the neck, he didn't pick you up by the neck. You jumped. Yeah, he locks his elbow. 
you support all of your weight under his elbow with your own arms, and then you kick your legs, and it looks like he's holding you up, but right. they're not holding you up. He would just grab motherfuckers by the throat and pick them up. So, like, he was so strong. Yeah. On that documentary from HBO, Arnold Schwarzenegger said they went to dinner. Yeah. And I knew how to your notes, but in yours it said something about a car. But Arnold Schwarzenegger tells the story. I think it's a different event, though. Oh, okay. So yeah. he said they went to dinner, but he was a guest of Schwarzenegger, and he was trying to pay. And Arnold's like, no, you're the boss in the ring. I'm the boss here, Andre. He's like, I'm paying. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he turned around, picked up Arnold Schwarzenegger and set him on an armoire. Like he said, he picked me up like a doll and set me on top <laughs> of a piece of furniture inside the restaurant like and, paid, and paid yeah. for the fucking bill. Yeah. Picked up Arnold Schwarzenegger in yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger's heyday. Like when he's fucking yes. a giant, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. When, when he was still a beast. Yeah. He said, that's how, this out of Arnold Schwarzenegger's mouth. He's like, that's how strong he is. Yeah. Like how strong was Arnold Schwarzenegger back then? Fuck yeah. 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 Picked yeah. him up like a toy and set him down. And they that's said funny. he never lifted weights because part of the, the disease that his him like his muscles were just out of control he was, he was producing so growth hormone like way like 10 times yeah. what you're supposed to get that's what bodybuilders yeah. take yeah. to get massively right. big his body was naturally doing it but and all the wrestlers everybody that i read about everybody they were just like he was like stronger than anyone they were like oh, we're in the business of strong tough guys like he was as hulk strong hogan said, as he said hulk gets. hogan said if he got it in his head that he wasn't going to do the move or he wasn't going to fucking put it on like he just didn't have to fucking do there's nothing you could do about it even because vince, he was that strong even yeah. but even vince was like what are you gonna do what are you gonna do tonight andre like because it's your call yeah <laughs> like yeah, I, yeah, know, yeah. I know i run the joint and i tell everybody else what to do but i can't really tell andre what to do yeah like he was this total he enigma. Doesn't, it doesn't feel like taking the fall he's not gonna do it like and vince wouldn't even bother telling him like if he got the belt vince would be like okay you got the belt and then he would like come up with oh well you got disqualified for not attending a match so he didn't get the belt right didn't he not get the belt like i I don't think he ever got no he was and he was okay with it he just wanted to be the giant yeah yeah, yeah. he just wanted to be the giant but he was never like vince wasn't going to give him the belt because he didn't wrestle every week like you want and how do you get how do you take that belt away because it has to be believable like really beat him how much money it could happen because you could you could have a plot where somebody comes and cheats you know for sure from behind the head for sure like all that they do that all the time you know so that's why that's why they never said he never lost a match because he did lose but he never got pinned yeah you know um so anyway uh andre the giant um so the and the other thing that and i i don't think this is something that i knew before reading about him and watching the the video is the fact that he was as big a sports superstar as exi- he was the he was probably the biggest sports superstar on earth. Not I mean big because he's large. I mean fame. There wasn't like superstar sports stars yet. Like maybe like Larry Bird or something back in the day. Right. But right. Really like Wilt NBA hadn't, yeah, hadn't like, taken off yet. Yeah. Um. And so there wasn't like Michael Jordan hadn't happened yet. Like that kind of stuff hadn't yeah. happened yet. There weren't superstars. But the other thing is, even if you were Wilt Chamberlain or Larry Bird, if you went to England, nobody knew who the fuck that tall guy was. Right. But Andre the Giant was literally known around. If we went to Japan, if we went to Mexico, if we went anywhere in Europe, if we went to fucking Russia, if we went to Canada, anywhere in the States, like, oh, fuck, it's Andre the Giant. And then the like, difference being is, like, at least Tom Cruise could put on a black hat, a turtleneck, and some sunglasses. That right. motherfucker couldn't no, hide. No. He could not escape it. Like, uh-uh. he, a lot of his, like, people that he hung out with said, that he would wish that if just for one day a week he could, he could be a regular be size, size so and go do fucking, yeah. something. Yeah. It's crazy to think about. Like uh, Hulk Hogan, or I think it was Hulk Hogan on the interview said, 
It would be like living your entire life, but you only were allowed to sit on doll furniture and ride in toy cars. Right. Because he didn't fit in right. anything. He said there wasn't a fork, there wasn't a knife, there wasn't a pen, there wasn't a car, there wasn't a He couldn't a dial an old rotary he, phone. He had to use a pencil. Because his finger was the size of three fucking fingers, yeah. dude. Yeah, Ric Flair said some shit about that. He's like, they're talking about his relationship <laughs> with the girls. He's all, size 24 ring. That's all I'm going to say about yeah, that. Size 24 laughing. ring, size 22 shoes. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about that Who's the little one. bald mustache announcer guy from wrestling? Uh, Gino. Yeah, Gino. Gino. So that motherfucker took three fingers and stuck it in his ring, and there was still room. Yeah. Like, if he could have he, he got another fucking ring in there. It was like yeah. that, dude. That's and then trip. he palmed him by the face. Yeah. <laughs> and then just started laughing. Like, they both, like, even Gene, like, you could tell Andre's personality because when Gene, when he did that to Gene, Gene just started laughing. Yeah. He, like, behind the Everyone said Gene. And so, so did Andre. Like, they were both laughing you about crush the whole his head. Thing. Fuck yeah, you could. Uh, Robin Wright, Princess Buttercup from, mm-hmm. uh, from Princess Bride was telling a story that on set they were out in the middle of the woods and it was freezing cold and he came over and just put his hand on her head like a beanie, like a beanie and she <laughs> said it came down all the way around the back of her head and her ears and kept her head warm. Fuck. He was like, "Okay, lady," and fucking <laughs> did that shit. Like they told that story, like and the the director was sitting with Billy Crystal. And they were talking about how, like, they had he was he was in so much pain, um, but what a gentle giant he was that they had to lower him down onto the horse with those fucking cables. Yeah. And he said that he saw they had just drank like twelve cases of some fucking alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, we're lowering a drunk giant onto a horse. Like, what job? <laughs> what is this job? What a weird job you I know, have. You know, Billy Crystal was probably making <laughs> oh, some fucking yeah, jokes yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah but sure. it was like, but he said he was just doing an impression. He was like, okay, boss, like. That he was just the nicest yeah. fucking and guy. Every story you read, they start with, hey, boss. So yeah. he must have just called everyone boss if he, if he yeah. respected you. Yeah, that might you be know. a term of respect the other way, yeah, too. Yeah, like, yeah. hey, what are we going to do tonight, boss? Like, Yeah, right. So uh, the he the in-ring, they build that he was seven foot four. And they asked Vince McMahon, was he seven foot four? And he said, he said, oh, God, I don't really know. Because at the time we didn't have any wrestlers who were seven foot tall, but he was over seven foot. Yeah, but he, yeah, he said really he was definitely know. over seven foot. The other right. four inches, I'm not sure. Right. Um, and he billed himself as 520 pounds. Fuck. Um, but again, they don't really. They, and again, like the big show isn't that far off in height from what Andre the Giant well, I, is. I mean, just imagine. But there's just a difference. Like the big show the isn't a giant. Yeah, like mass. you look at him standing next to someone yeah. and like Vince McMahon is a big motherfucker. And he like comes up to the middle of Andre the Giant's chest. Yeah. And you're just like, gee, it's because all like of his small features, man. like his hands like Shaq. and his head Shaq's were so exaggerated. Giant. His yeah. feet. Yeah. yeah. Like Shaq. Shaq, Shaq was a size 27 giant. or yeah. some shit, right. you know, like, like it's like as long as my shin, you know, there's tall but people, I, I would but say his features to go with it were proportionate. Some people are just tall and fucking lanky, you know, I would say like, I mean, I'm almost, I mean, fuck. 50 more pounds or 40 more pounds and I'm fucking 300 pounds. Right, you know what I mean? Right. So for him to be 500 it's at seven stretch. foot fucking tall and how big that motherfucker was, he's especially probably two late of in me. the career, especially. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's probably too wide of me. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like that. I mean, fuck that. That doesn't seem. And the thing is, it's, it's, it really doesn't dawn on you. Cause if you just randomly look at a couple of images of him, he's probably standing next to another wrestler. Yeah. And you lose the scale. Cause he's standing next to a guy who's probably six, eight, and buff as fuck, yeah. and he's still way bigger than them. But then, when all of a sudden you see him standing next to 
a reporter or a couple oh, of yeah, women in like a like bar a and you're tiny like, person. oh, the craziest God. one. It was like Shaq fucking Kevin Hart was when he was on the Letterman show. Did you see that? Yes. Dude, it looked like Gandalf <laughs> and Frodo. Christ. Like they, It looked like they, there was fuckery going on. Yes. Like, did they move his chair closer yeah. to the camera or something? Right. He's right. Like, well, it's like that, like the security, the fucking... Holy the guard, shit. Yeah, like the fucking random security oh guard. Dude, look up, dude, look up David Letterman. <laughs> look up <laughs> David up Letterman under the giant and it's the craziest shit. You no, think that they fucked with the camera unbelievable. or something. Unbelievable. And I mean, I think there's a reason. I mean, his fame... Like that street artist <laughs> Shepard Fairey oh, sitting in the chair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks the, unreal. The street uh, artist Shepard Fairey who did the Obey, like you know, yeah. which is now its own brand. It's like I, I mean, him picking Andre the Giant wasn't random, right. and the popularity of it wasn't random either. I mean, he picked an image of Andre the Giant, and I think that's one of the reasons it was so intriguing and that it caught on is because it was Andre the Giant. I mean, so, I mean, that's him just sitting with a fucking chick like at yeah. a table, like it's. Yeah, like, if you're a normal a person, yes. like, yeah, yeah. So, so there have been tall people, but there's giant wise, he's a fucking giant. Yeah, tall. Right. Yeah, like you said, giant is different than tall. Like, this motherfucker is proportionately larger than anybody. And even the, anybody. the picture of him uh, that ended up, there were a couple that ended up in Sports Illustrated that a photographer from Sports Illustrated took, where like the photographer was holding a beer and Andre was holding a beer, a can of beer. And it's so fucking small, dude. It's just, it's just like yeah. a gulp. To That's why that. I drink twelve exactly. cases. Yeah, exactly. So, but he had uh, ac acromegaly acromegaly. I don't even know how to fucking pronounce it. I need to see it in front of me. I bet I can say it. A c r o m e g a l y. Acro acromegaly acromegaly. I don't <laughs> Definitely know how to not that. pronounce it. Um, Acrobat in an alley. But they, it's what they call gig uh, gigantism. Um, but that was his condition. So he just had a, and he was, he was pretty much normal size until he was like 15. Um, and that's when it sort of kicked in and he started to, to uh, get bigger. And then like considering the size at the height of his career, he was traveling fucking 300 days a year, dude. I don't, I mean, I'm six, four and a half. You hate the airplane. And I fucking hate airplanes. I don't fit in the airplanes and I'm a foot shorter yeah. and a hundred pounds lighter than his ass. Like I can't conceive. I would need private of, jet. Like right. I, there's like cars that I, it's like, it, there's very seldom a car that I just can't fit in because my legs are too long. But in general, most like 75% of the cars I get in, I'm completely fucking uncomfortable on my knees are fucking squished up against the dashboard. And it's like, if I'm going to be going on a road trip, I get in the car and in the first 30 seconds, I'm like, Ugh, this is going to be a long fucking drive. Dude. It was just such a good analogy for Hogan to say that it was like, he's sitting on doll furniture everywhere. Yeah. Like it's like, everything's a toy. Like, yes. and he, he said something, he's like, they have things for deaf people. They have things for blind people. They don't have things for big people. No, no. He's like, there's just nothing. There's less of, there's less big sure. people. You know what though. I didn't see like, was his clothing. Like I didn't see anything about them having to make special clothes. Oh, of course they I didn't did. see people there was, trying yeah. it on. There was the footage where Mean Gene put the fucking jacket on. I saw on. where he put the jacket on, but no <laughs> one talked about like, oh, he has to go here and have this shit all tailor made. Oh, yeah. Like his mom had a special made. chair for him yeah. at the table that they had made. Right. And his brother See, he'd probably him. been getting clothes tailor made forever. Yes. Yeah, I mean, he 15, when he started fucking 15, just 16. going out of control. Yeah, yeah when he was 12, he was 6'3". Yeah, when he was 15, he was 6'6". I mean, I had a, I remember having a buddy in high school. And at 6'3", you have a hard time finding clothes that yeah. fit you. Yeah, I had a buddy in high school that wore a size like 16 shoe or something. Like he right. was a big dude. Right. And and he was he was kind of like a giant when we were in high school because we were all smaller. And he was a big motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you go to the store like 14, it starts maxing out. 14 yeah, starts yeah, pushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. he wore like a 16 
And he always had some stupid ass looking shoes on. You know what I mean? He, Vans, he Vans would carry a big size, mm -hmm. and like he'd wear some sorry ass grandpa looking Nikes. You right. know what I mean? Like because right. that's all. And he had to order the shit if yeah. he got shoes. Like right. there was no shoes for him. And I was like, that's yeah. terrible. That'd be that. That's fucking horrible. I mean, it'd be better now just because of the fucking basketball internet, and like back well, just the basketball day, players like, yeah. have their own. Shoes. Yeah, it would just right. be harder. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you could get yeah. a fucking larger shoe, but right. again, you're ordering them. You're not going to Foot Locker here in town and getting an 18. No, and it, I mean, and I, I'm I even on in my size. I've lived my entire adult life not being able to even at my all time skinniest. Yeah. Like, I can't just go to the Gap and buy a shirt because oh, it fuck doesn't no. fucking fit me. Yeah. Like, and I'm nowhere near that scale. Yeah. Like, you know, have you tried I American take that Eagle? Back. If I, if I, I could, like, if, like, if I, if at my skinniest, a double X Gap shirt would have fit me, <sighs> but my sleeves would still, like, it'd be like way fucking short what's on the, my fucking what's, arms. What's the store in there? The fucking where, where you can smell the perfume coming out of it? The cologne? The uh, Is it American Eagle? Amber Crombie. Amber Crombie and Fitch. We should fucking go in there with Dave <laughs> and be like, fuck, you ever trying to find my buddy some clothes? Like, he just needs a shirt and some pants. Like, yeah. he's going out on a date. Yeah. Like, it, get, take him to Amber Crombie and right. try and get Dave fitted yeah. for it's just showing no, there and be like, super yeah. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, you I and really I could No, yeah, they, yeah. they fucking go up to like a 32. I really want skinny jeans, too. Can you get me some skinny jeans? Yeah, that would yeah. be fucking hilarious. That should make you skinny yeah. jeans. I mean, there's not <laughs> a, a world in which I would wear fucking skinny That'd jeans. That would be awesome. Dude. Yeah, you got to get in with the what time, What size should you wear? 14. Yeah. yeah. And I wear a 13 or sometimes a 14, depending yeah, on the fucking... 14, I can still get shoes yeah. at a store. Like, it's most... It's like, do you have this one in a 14? No. Do you have this one in a 14? No. Yeah. Do you have this one in a 14? Oh, cool. Let me try them on. I wear a 12, sometimes 12 and a half, depending on the brand. But the sad thing is, I wore that shit in the fourth grade. Yeah. Like, when I grew, I fucking right. grew weird. I was like... Yeah, I wore 12. I was like 5, 6 with a fucking size 12 or something I in think, the fourth grade, and yes, then I kind of grew into it. Sixth grade, I wore 12s, I remember. And then fucking, like, as I've gotten older and heavier my foot's flattened out a little bit i right. think oh, and they go into like 13s yeah and like and sometimes depending on the shoe like nike's a little tight mm -hmm. some say so you have to get a 14 but what sucks is 13s they're pretty common like a lot of people are 13s yeah. but stores don't order as many no you know what i mean so like if it's a popular shoe you're late in the game that shit, out, yeah, yeah. It, you ain't fucking getting it yeah. like it's ain't gonna happen so so as a child, he was born in 1946 uh, in France. Um, his father was Bulgarian. His mother was Polish. Uh, he had a couple of siblings, uh, most of which I think are actually still alive. At least they were interviewed in 2018 when they made that documentary. Um, uh, if he was a dog, they'd call him a bulgish. Yes, he'd be yeah. bulgish. He'd be bulgish. Um, he, uh, for those of you who are into the theater of the absurd, uh, one of his neighbors was the playwright Samuel Beckett, who wrote uh, uh, Waiting for Godot and Crap's Last Tape and a bunch of really fucking weird, weird, weird postmodern absurd hmm. plays. No shit. Uh, and it's big. It He's makes, one of my I mean, favorite playwrights. I can't imagine a better playwright to have been Andre the Giant's fucking neighbor yeah. when he was a kid. Like he's the perfect yeah. person. It's like Andre the Giant lives on one side and Salvador Dali needed to live on the other side of him <laughs> for just this fucking weird, weird ass collaborate. It's a weird fucking weird people sandwich. Yeah. Like, yeah. But apparently he would like, like when, when they'd be walking home from school if Samuel Beckett was driving by, he'd pull over and fucking they could all get in the car and he'd fucking drop him off at the house. And apparently even when he was older as a teenager, he would sit around and shoot the shit with Samuel Beckett and they would talk about rugby and sports and stuff like that. fame collides like that. There's a lot of weird stories like that where a bunch of people hung out. and Just in a small fucking small town in France. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, he won the fucking, uh, like every award you could win in fucking literature, Samuel Beckett won it. Um, but yeah, I guess you gotta be from somewhere. Like yep. every town has their thing. Yep. Bakersfield's us. Obviously. So his, his parents yeah. were, his mom was five foot two. His father was six foot two, but I guess his father said that his father was seven foot eight. I mm. didn't know if that was a, a big motherfucker, a real statement. I think or, it was a real statement. Yeah. I think he might, might've been something. Maybe he had a little bit of that same problem. Yeah. 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 Um, so, but yeah, by the time he was 12, he was six foot three, Jesus Christ, which again, I wasn't far off. I mean, I was, yeah. I mean, I was, he was I on was, track to be like a tall guy, yeah. but then that shit just didn't stop. Pumping yeah, exactly, hormones. And exactly. the thing is he could have gotten it fixed. Had yeah. he been diagnosed, yep. not from some village in France, um, and maybe from a slightly different time period, he didn't want it to they be could fixed. Stop. Well, that was way late yeah, in the game yeah, though. Yeah. He didn't know he was going to be a giant and a True. wrestling star. True. Yeah. He might have wanted it fixed back then. Those early videos they show on that HBO doc of him in like black and white. He was just lean as fuck. He looked like he would, it was agile. Yeah. He's like very he was, agile. Yeah. He's and good it, at it. It was crazy. That like little he could have been a basketball crazy, player. Fucking fast. Uh, French man jumping all over him. Guy yeah. was jumping all over him. Yeah. Was like, he was a, like he was a tree yeah. or something. Yeah. But again, it showed me why like he immediately started wrestling and he was immediately a success. And I realized why, because he knew how to sell, which no one knew back then. He knew how to sell. Like if you kicked him in the knee, he would sell it. Right. Oh, my fucking knee. And people just didn't do that very well. Yeah. That's a skill to work the crowd and do that kind of sell. Um, and he did really and he well in acting. Like on Princess Bride, they said that his biggest thing, they they thought he was going to have trouble with the acting. And he was like great at it because he'd yeah. been doing all this fucking right. acting, really wrestling the whole yeah, thing's fucking sure. acting. I mean, but his body Some just people think that it's rough him. to get through his accent and how deep his voice ends up getting. So crazy. But, um, but Hulk, yeah. He, Hulk Hogan does the best impression of him. Yeah. He's just like, <laughs> slam. <laughs> fucking like <laughs> drops his voice yeah. down. He's like, no baby oil. <laughs> like, whoa. Like, he sounds just yeah. like him when he does it. Yeah. Um, but they had to be on the road. I mean, they were on the road with each other for years, dude. Um, did you get to the part where you, how, how much you hated a uh, fucking macho man? Yeah, we'll get there. Oh, we'll so get good. There. Um, so he starts wrestling and he basically said that he decided what God gave me. I use to make a living. That's one of his regular quotes. So once he started to realize that at 18 years old, he was fucking bigger than everybody else. Uh, he started to wrestle and he started to wrestle under the, the name grand, Fairy, and it was like a like big fairy. It's like a because I looked into it, and one thing said that it was named after a guy named something or other Fairy from like a hundred years war or some shit that was like a folk hero. Yeah, but then another part of it was like it's like some kind of a weird fairy lumberjack myth or something. That they kind of followed both those lines on yeah. the documentary, and they show at one point an interviewer meets him in the woods where he happens to be a lumberjack chopping down a tree. They were trying to build a back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So backstory. just like you know, just like they do right now, he was cutting a promo, and they right. catch him chopping down a tree, and he. But when the direct translation was big fairy they were like we can't yeah, once he came to america they were like eh, you're not it was that fairy. fucking yeah. ass fucker thing that you told that story about what was it yeah. hans your gay hans your gay ass, yeah. ass, ass man, yeah. ass man. Yeah. Yeah. same yeah. thing yeah, exactly. big fairy he's like why can't i be a big fairy that's a great legend right yeah where, not where i'm here, from buddy. it's a huge yeah. legend um <laughs> so uh he ends up wrestling um all through europe and becomes a sensation pretty quickly he ends up meeting a, a promoter um, who takes him to, uh, and we never said his real name. His real last name is Rosamoff, Rosamoff. Yeah, um, so his name is Andre Rosamoff. Um, but, uh, in 1966, uh, this guy named, uh, Frank Valoy ends up becoming his partner and, uh, business or his businessman and advisor. And he starts, um, 
having him rest. He's a Canadian promoter, but he starts getting him booked in the UK, Germany, Australia, New Zealand, Africa, just fucking everywhere. And he starts to to wrestle everywhere because he's 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 the show. Like Jesus Christ, look at this guy. You know, like like if he's on the ticket, it's gonna fucking sell exactly. out. Exactly, especially once he starts to build build his name up. People just like, want to go yeah. see it. So like small time, you know. Once he finally gets to Canada um, and uh, Japan. Like, keep in mind, this is all way pre-WWE, WWF. This is when there's just regional territories. And it's like, you'd go to a stadium that holds, you know, 500 people and get 400 tickets sold. Or you might go to a stadium that holds 4,000 people and get 500 tickets sold. But yeah. when Andre would come to town, they would know to book the biggest stadium they could get their hands on and that it would be completely full um, and this is before he was even like super crazy famous. This was just word of mouth among wrestling people. Wanted people wanted to see him. Yeah. If you knew wrestling, you would get a wrestling magazine. You would just hear word of mouth about this guy. They'd cut promos with him. So you'd know that this Sunday at the Superdome, this fucking giant's going to be there and everybody would go to see, to see what was going to, he was, he was the event, you know? So he started to, to travel in Japan in the seventies, build as monster rouse him off. Um, and at that point, he ended up uh, being told. I, I take this back, though. The article said that he learned it when he was wrestling in Japan, but that documentary made it look like he didn't learn it until he was in the WWE when he broke his ankle. They said he may have known mm. about it prior, but that was the doctor that definitely on record told him that he had it at that point. He okay. walked in there with that fractured ankle. Did you hear how? Did you say how he broke his ankle? No, uh, we, we still hadn't gotten there yet. I just okay. saw in my notes that when he was in Japan in the seventies, right, the doctors told him that that he had this condition. Mm -hmm. um, but I was just not sure if that was one hundred percent true because in the documentary they specifically they say show it was him, later, yeah. they uh, like in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Um, but either way, he starts to wrestle, um, and then uh, well, he might have he might have had it told to him, but then had it confirmed later. You know what I mean? Yeah, later on, yeah. where they're like, oh yeah. So in 71, he starts to wrestle for a really big name, actually, uh, Vern Gagne, who ran the AWA, who was kind of the, the like when when Vince McMahon was starting to to gobble up all the territories, Vern Gagne was kind of his only real competition, yeah. sort AWA of. AWA is the accountants <clears throat> with attitude. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, fuck the pennies. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, 1971, he's working with Vern Gagne, and this I just didn't believe because they say that Vern Gagne, they, they say that the problem was that he would pack a house um, all the time, but then if he was in the same territory for a couple of months, the thrill is gone and nobody wanted to come see him wrestle every night because at a certain point it becomes unbelievable that he's never going to get defeated. It's kind of boring. You know, and yeah. which again made me think of Brock Lesnar. It's like you can't have him wrestle every week, or he gets You've seen him once. You I mean, save him yeah. for the pay per view, and then everybody yeah. chomps at the bit to see him. So, Vern Gagne, according to multiple articles, is that the Vern Gagne didn't know what to do with Andre the Giant, so he went to Vince McMahon. And I kind of call bullshit on that. Fucking Vern Gagne was not going to Vince McMahon and no. said, Hey, Vince, I've got this superstar. Can you tell me what to do with him? Yeah, this guy's so making me a ton of money. <laughs> like, I can't but, remember in the doc, they talk about the transition to Vince McMahon and then and then to Junior or whatever. Like, I, right. I just can't remember how so it went down, though. The documentary made it look more like, in this, I do believe that Gagne was like, Look, I've got this fucking talent. He's incredible. 
I can't use him consistently because the arenas get bored, but I can rent him out to you. Oh like, yeah. So that seems if it's yeah. like you give me a cut of his ticket sales and then you can use him because you're going to see the same thing I see, which is yeah. he's going to blow up New York. But a month later, everybody in New York's going to be tired of him. So you're going to move him to Philly and then you're going to move him to DC and then you're going to move. So all those areas that aren't my territory, if I'm still getting a taste, you can use Might him, but well, he's still yeah. mine. And it's helping sense. out and that, it's helping out the giant. It's helping out the giant. Yeah, he's it's, making yeah. money. So yeah. that, that made more sense to me looking at it in, in that yeah, way. He's probably under contract. Right. Right. You know, no, no reason no. for him to idle when he, when everyone can make money. Exactly. Yeah. And so, that guy's trying to help him out. Like, Hey, I'm going to, you're going to go on this other tour too. You can make right, more money. Like, right. And Vince's dad was the first one to work with him. And, um, even said like, you need to stop like a lot of the high risk maneuvers you're doing. You need to stop doing them. Like you are too big to be doing these maneuvers. Hmm. And he was kind of the first one to come in and be like, this is your, this is the style you need to do. Quit doing that shit. You're, you're going to burn yourself out real quick. Yeah. Jumping off the top ropes, doing knee drops. You're too big to do that. You've got to just, you know, we've got to build the story that you are an unbeatable giant and that you've never lost and you never will. And then, and that was part of what they, they talked about is that, the idea wasn't that when he should like when he would when he was hopping territory to territory going all around the US it like and you know you ran whatever you know wrestling outfit ran California if Andre came to California and you've got your own superstar he's not going to beat Andre right because that's the mythology of Andre but if your guy looks really good in the ring for 5 or 6 minutes gives a bunch of fucking licks to Andre and looks like he could really fucking hurt this giant and then Andre just fucking finally gets up and fucking slams him and does a horrible just crushes him at the end yeah. like it ends up your guy still comes over you know your your guy's yeah. still on top even though he got he didn't get the pin um, everybody still know. Oh, did you see? But did you see what he did to Andre? Nobody could have done that much pain to Andre. You know. I feel like I feel like if Andre came out later, like like in the nineties, he would have a porn. <laughs> Probably. You know what I mean? Like it was Andre yeah, the yeah, Giant, yeah. fucking yeah, in the nineties. Definitely would have him been. And you almost, almost yeah. got to see it. You almost want to know. I mean, yeah, proportionately, yeah, yeah. like his body, right. it probably wouldn't look crazy until. Kevin Hart came walking up and stood next to his wiener. Then you'd be like, oh my God. It looks like Kevin his wiener is like Kevin just Hart's Kevin Hart. Yeah. His wiener is <laughs> Kevin Hart upside down. Looks like a mirrored image. You have to think what, like, I want to see Shaq, like, superimposed next to Andre the Giant because you know what Kevin Hart looks like next to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Andre the Giant's so big and it enlarged your organs. I don't know if it was even yeah. sexual organs. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, right. he could have just some fucking enormous like his, anteater fucking elephant like trunk. His member might have been, like, as enlarged as his hands were. Yeah. yeah no, his fingers you know are size I mean? 24. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. He had, like, dude. a cock ring on his yeah. fucking finger. Like, his right. dick had to be like a leg, right. dude. Not hit, not, but just like probably looked, it, like it you saw like, him naked. Yeah. And be like, eh. yeah, but then you had to hold something up to it, like yeah. put a big like can over that, that or like, oh. that or like a a, a a fucking platter of muffins, like a, you know, yeah. like you know, a Pringles can, yeah, a fucking whiskey bottle, yeah. yeah, two liter, yeah, Costco muffins, uh, yeah, it's got yeah, Costco muffins are big, yeah. <laughs> A platter, yeah, a platter. You know, you put them on a platter, like a round platter. You know, a little, little, you know, on top. Like a platter. Of I figured like a stack, a stack, a stack of muffins, like a sleeve. Uh, Those are bitch muffins. Yeah, you yeah. need like Costco ones. Costco ones are like fucking yeah, that. Big. Yeah, dry. but a platter kind of doesn't. It's not phallic. 
If you took I, that's the, the point though. Muffins. That's the point though, because if that motherfucker is that like a platter He's of muffins, like the Costco like, muffins like a, at the head. Like I'm just saying, no, I'm just saying like a platter, like a fucking sandwich platter. You know, it's got a bunch of sandwiches on it. Like you know how big a sandwich platter is, and you put his dick up to it, and it just and it's fucking as big as the platter. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be phallic. He's just like, damn, that's a fucking okay. big ass dick. All right. I'm not, not, I'm not seeing. He's got to find I, the girl that's like Harry the Platter Puss. <laughs> <laughs> you're, just, you're just going by sheer yeah. volume. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, who's he fucking? You know what I mean? It's like That's, how many cups? He had a daughter. Yeah, you're allowed to use cups. I know. Use yeah. Platters. Yeah. He banged somebody. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. I got to find her. <laughs> yep. So, I never saw the woman. I saw the daughter. I saw the daughter, yeah. yeah. So at this point, um, they started to to bill him as um, Andre the Giant. I think that was Vince's dad's name, if I remember right started billing him as Andre the Giant and that was when he started to have uh that that uh name and then once Vince took over in 73 um he started to really use uh oh, there she was Andre a lot let me see Jesus dude look at her hanging off of him yeah oh my Good god Lord. yeah and he She's was slamming her down too like gymnastic skinny Fuck. like she had to put her legs behind her head and shit he, he just shot it into the general area yeah maybe yeah, yeah maybe it was just a flood she had contractions <laughs> yeah she was sex she was belly boarding in it yeah <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so his fame grows he becomes the eighth wonder of the world um and uh for the most part the bulk of his career he's a baby face he plays the good guy he's always fighting the the bad guy um in 1974, again, to show you how fucking popular he was, in 1974, he was the highest paid wrestler in history, and he was making about $400,000 a year. That's not merchandise, because that didn't happen until Hogan came around. Right. That's just pure fucking ticket sales, if that tells you how much he was packing arenas And they're everywhere. probably fucking you, so that's like a lot yeah. of ticket sales. How much money yeah. was really made? Exactly. That's after getting yeah. fucked, you still how had half a million dollars. How much was his fucking manager and Gagne and McMahon and everybody else making? <laughs> Gagne West. Like, that's still that's still what he's he's getting. So in 1967, um, he fought a professional boxer in an unscripted uh, boxer versus wrestler fight. Um, 1976, I'm sorry, and it was the it was the undercard of uh, Muhammad Ali versus Antonio Inaki, um, and he ended up throwing the boxer out of the the ring and winning uh, winning on a, a countout. Because he knocked the boxer Chuck out Wettner, by throwing yeah. him out of There's the ring. There's a two-minute video on YouTube of that oh, shit. Oh, is there? Yeah. yeah. So that was an Ali fight. And you see photos of him and Ali. And there's a famous photo of him with his fist up against Ali's face. And it's the size of his fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, Jesus Christ. Um, so uh, he's uh, Vince wins, if you, if you don't know. Listen to our episode on Vince McMahon, but Vince wins and uh, takes all the territories, uh, ends up owning all of wrestling in America. And in 1980, I don't um, know about unscripted on this match. This is some serious WWF fucking headbutt to your hand shit on this fucking it? boxing match. Yeah. Um, so he ends up starting a feud with Hogan in 1980. Um, and Hogan wasn't quite Hulk Hogan yet, he was actually the heel. And uh, Andre was the, the what was baby Hogan's face. name? Fucking some dumb something shit. Golden awful, Fleece dude. or some yeah, shit some like that. What? Shit. Hogan's first, his first the, his real name was no. like. Oh, fuck. I'm sure he went through I, yeah, multiple. I can't remember yeah, it was the first dumb, one. Something dumb like Golden said. Fleece, yeah. I'm telling you. It was something dumb yeah. like that. Like that. This is daughter with the dude. She's big too. Yeah, I saw her on the like, interview on the. She's, she's a fucking. Yeah, she is big. She makes that guy look small. Yeah. 
Um, Big bone, dude. So uh, in that one, he ends up winning against Hogan, uh, uh, but does like a big feud. Uh, the feud goes to Japan uh, with him. And then in, uh, yeah, 82 is when Vince takes over. And there's, I mean, there's tons of different wrestling storylines that he goes through. Um, I thought some of them were, were, were pretty awesome, but there's too many to try to, to go through. Uh, one of them, he fought a guy named uh, the Mongolian giant Killer Khan in uh, WWF in uh, the early 80s. And um, this is, so he broke his ankle. This is where he broke his ankle. Sterling Golden. Sterling Golden, yeah, yeah, that's right. I and I guess, I guess in Japan they called him Ichiban. Oh, Ichiban. Did they? yeah, yeah so Ichiban, yeah. But Vince is the one that named him Hulk Hogan, even though his name isn't Hogan. And Hogan was like, "Why are you calling me Hogan?" And he's like, "Because we've got all these different wrestlers that represent different ethnic groups, and we don't have anybody who represents the Irish." Yeah. So you're gonna be loved but now, by the Irish. Now his daughter has the last name Hogan. Yeah, exactly. Son, you know, <laughs> right, like they, right, yeah. he's Hogan now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's it. Um, so I didn't see much about like I he just. He broke his bed, or he broke his ankle getting out of bed. Yeah, yeah. And they they wrote it into the match, which means he had to go into the match with a broken ankle. It happens and all the time. Have someone jump on it. it happens yeah. all and the time. Pretend dude. that they're breaking it, it right now. All, somebody yeah. will blow their fucking knee out, and they're gonna have to take six months out to rehabilitate right. their knee. Got to go shoot first. This has to be we in have the match. To, first, yeah. we have to do a match where your knee gets blown out. It's yeah. like, oh fuck. We're gonna put cortisone toward all. <laughs> give you some fucking Vicodin. Yeah. Big Christ. ass Stone Cold Steve Austin brace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, there was a match where he was fucking twisting the iron. Sheik's fucking Oh my leg. god, dude. I thought he was going to tear his leg off. And he was really doesn't like him though. Yeah. He really was yes. fucking with him. And yeah. I was like, my leg would have been Oh, dude. Toast. That was awful. Ugh. That was awful. It made me sick to my stomach. And you could dude. see the Sheik's fucking face like, <laughs> fuck no, please, please, please. Yeah. Oh, please don't ruin my career. No, dude, I thought he was going to fuck. I I couldn't believe he didn't like dislocate yeah, his knee. It was gnarly. With the twist that well, he did. Well, that big giant and guy. There's he, nothing he could have done about it. McMahon tells that story about the other giant guy, the dude or whatever the fucking guy's name big was. Big John Stud. Yeah, Big John Stud. Yeah. He fucking actually, I don't know what his name was. He fucking, he no, fucking dude. ran away and Ram has Vince McMahon yeah. and he was like, what are you doing? He's like, he's going to kill he's gonna me. Ki- like he's going to kill Like after the match. Me. He left. Yeah. He like left kind of unscripted, really, like early. Yeah. And he was like, he's going to kill me. And that was Another part of it because people, like, once, like, he either loved you or he fucking hated you. And if he loved you, like everybody says, if he loved you and you got in the ring with him, you both got over. Yeah. Like, he would let you do whatever. He wouldn't resist it. He would let you do your finishes. You're not going to pin him, but he's going to make you look fucking great when he takes you down. He was super cool to you, but if he didn't like you, he was going to fuck with you in the ring. He hated Macho Man. That was so funny. He hated Big John Stud, and he hated Iron Sheik, and he said he hated all of them because they always ran their mouth. Yeah. Like, mouthy guys is what it was. Gino said that. He didn't like guys uh, with a big mouth. He, um... Ironically... Andre the Giant had a, had a bigger mouth, mouth than yeah. all of them, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, he fought Big John Stud in the ring, whooped his ass, and every like every even like all like everybody's just like watching what Andre's doing to these people in the ring, and all the wrestlers are like, Jesus Christ, he's gonna kill him. Yeah, like he's oh my them. god, just slamming him, yeah. slamming him, slamming him, twisting their fucking knee yeah. off. And yeah, he does that with Iron Sheik. Yeah, Big John Stud, uh, when he got out of the ring and the match was over, uh, Vince said that he ran to the dressing room, grabbed all his shit, and was running to try to find his car. And Vince was like, what is going on? And he said, he's going to kill me because he was so afraid of Andre. And Big John Stud is fucking a monster, dude. A monster. He's a monster. Yeah, he's probably seven foot tall. Yeah. 
that dude's that I want to say giant, but he's like he is actually Dude, proportional. He's, yeah, he's a big buff guy that was as tall as him. Oh my god, but, to see that guy run for it, yeah, man. Because hey, yeah. you know strength when you feel it. You know what I mean, right? Like he's like, oh, this motherfucker could break me. And in one half, of the stories like that I read, Kit Kat bar. Like one of the stories that I read said all the wrestlers said that like one of the things that he was famous for is like these horrible farts. thirty second farts. And Did you not see they, the part of the documentary? They all talk about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And they, in one of the articles that I read, it said that he hated the Macho Man and that regularly he would fucking throw the Macho Man super hard into the corner and fuck him up and, like, wind him and then drop him down to the ground and sit on his face, and, and fart in the match, and mouth, do a 30-second like, fart uh, in his mouth while he's pinning his head against the ropes. Dude, the uh. HBO doc, though, it, they, they did it so well in editing. Like, they cut, and you know that, like, man, if they weren't sitting in the same room, they didn't have a description. That fart must have been, like, a roaring thunder because they show McMahon, and he's just, like, the sound of this, like, low growl. <laughs> Of just like, and then they switch, and Hulk Hogan's like, it was like a motorcycle, like coming out. And then they switch to Gino, and he's like, big guy, big farts. What can I say? And then Ric Flair's talking about, it. he's like, man, his farts. And then uh, Hulk Hogan said that he would like, like fart in a private jet, and the pilots would be fucking like, oh my god, like freaking out, like we're never fucking flying you anywhere again. He's like, hey brother, you can't fart in here like that. Oh, they man. said that in Japan, he used to get really pissed off because every like because there's just like a different personal space rule, and he yeah. would be on an elevator, and all of a sudden the elevator would he would just Those be Japanese people by Japanese people, yeah. and he said that he would look down at whatever wrestler he was with and get a big smile on his face, and then <laughs> just let loose a thirty uh. second monster, and it's and they were like, you have to understand that the average Japanese man's face was the same height as his ass. Uh. So whoever was pressed, literally his face up again. And what are you going to do? Think about how big. Fucking think about giant. how big his fucking ass cheeks are, dude. They're like fucking twenty pound turkeys or some yeah. shit. And they were describing it just like, <laughs> like between the fucking skin, like flapping. Just like thirty seconds is a long fucking fart. Yeah. And they were like, they were talking like no exaggeration. Then I guess his farts are legend. But yeah, so he would fucking pin Macho Man down because he hated him. Yeah. But then. At the That's same funny. time, it was like he's, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper said that he met him, and he said, "I don't know why I'm just really lucky, but we just clicked immediately. Like like Andre and I just got along." Rowdy Piper though was like kind of a cool dude though. Like right. a lot of people like Rowdy yeah. Piper, but I mean, he ran his mouth on the ring, but yeah. apparently he didn't backstage. You know, yeah, like that the, was pure Macho character. Man. I think was fucking just, yeah, all, just the all the time. Well, Hulk Hogan Macho Man was on cocaine. Macho yeah. Man yeah. Was, was like going in there cautiously. Like he was like, hey, "Yo, what do you want to do?" And and he was just like, "No, get off." Out of here, <laughs> nothing. He's like, no baby oil, and fucking sent him away. Or whatever. Yeah. But big like, ass this Arnold Schwarzenegger, towel, the towel boy story. Did you see that? Like the guy that was just like a worker. Yeah. I guess he didn't know the etiquette that like no one except for wrestlers is allowed in the, the locker room. Right. And he went walking in, and he's like, you out and fucking screams. And now I'm doing Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> but no, there's there's footage of him getting fucking. Yeah, he gets up off. and fucking like jumps up and get like, the get nah, yeah, like what are you doing? So he fucking yells on the guys like, and the guys like, no, I work for you guys and kind of like talked back to him a little bit yeah. and then somehow he fucking loved that guy and like just over came up time to him. Yeah, yeah and he, he said like he vince said hey because he wasn't afraid and, of him andre like, wants you to travel no. with him from now on he's like okay and he ended up being like yeah. super and vince was like friends. okay you know you know what though like, like really people people like that i mean i had a boss that was like fucking just like just rude me i mean he was a super nice guy like but he was like fucking like Hey, I need you to take this over here. And you're like, I don't know where that's at. What do you mean you don't know where that's at? Fucking, you go crazy. And you're just like, calm well, down, bro. You know what? Hey, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
he was used to people backing down to him all the time. Right. And I didn't back down to right. him. You know what I mean? And so you you think it's going to piss him off and like, well, I'm getting fired today. But it actually it doesn't. Actually, they respect you right. because they're t- everybody else is a fucking pussy to him. You know? Right. So that might be this guy's thing where he was like, oh, like, okay. Right. Like, exactly. All right. Okay. Oh, respect. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're tiny man. Right. Tiny man. Yeah. Big balls. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Piper said that like because they clicked like he was the he was the only he Piper said he was the only wrestler who uh, Andre would let bleed him um, just because he liked Piper so much. Yeah. And he was the only wrestler who he let the story in the ring be that he got so fucked up. They had to take him out on a stretcher because he liked Piper. So he'd let him do all kinds of shit, you know, but if he didn't like you, fuck, am I going to win or not? Right. It's like, am I going to survive the fight? And then of course, of course the awesome thing is Vince knows that Andre hates the iron Sheik, yeah, and keeps putting him in the fucking ring together. Vince knows that he hates well, the fucking macho. You know man. what? Again, though, you don't have it makes well, and it makes good fucking, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like like people know he fucking hates him, and right. they know what happened last time. Right. Like fucking, they're gonna watch. Like, that Hulk Hogan shit. telling those stories was the best though. His impressions are so good. He yeah, does, he yeah. does the Iron Sheik impression. He does the fucking Macho Man impression. Yeah. He does them all so good. So Iron Iron Sheik, I was thinking about this. Uh, Iron Iron Sheik was he related to Sabu or did he train Sabu? I don't know what the relationship is with Sabu. I thought he wasn't his trainer with Iron Sheik. Because Sabu did Sabu partially train Rob, right? Rob Van Dam. No, Iron Sheik partially trained. Yeah, he must have because I think they might have all trained. Because they're together. all together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that. That's yeah. kind of cool. That's fucking cool. That's old yeah, lineage, cool. you know. Yeah. Um, so uh, he goes to WrestleMania, fights Big John Studd, goes to WrestleMania two, um, and uh, <laughs> uh, beats Bret Hart. Uh, at this point, he's super popular, and he does Princess Bride. Um, and the writer who wrote this screenplay for Princess Bride also wrote the novel for Princess Bride. And as soon as they were like, we're thinking about Andre the Giant, he was like, yeah, well, we'll screen test him. He should be perfect. And then once he screen tested, they were like, oh, he's fucking, he's it. Like, he's exactly. Yeah, they said they couldn't understand a scene. word he said in the fucking, uh, in the reading. But he was like, I don't he's care. Perfect. He's fucking yeah. giant. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, and then Rob Reiner, who directs it, also uh, liked him. And um, that's who's with Billy Crystal. Yeah. Rob Reiner. Yeah. Uh, fucking Fezzik. You are the brute squad. That fucking movie is so good. I love that. Movie. I haven't seen that in so long. God, it's such a good movie, dude. It is a good movie. Yeah. It was a really good book too. Oh, I should get the that. Book was I'm really going to buy it right now. It's not long. It's, it's not a long book. I can book. just get it on my Kindle. I want the paperback though. I want like a fucking yeah, book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sabu was trained by the Sheik. Yeah. Um, that's probably why he and Rob are so close. I'm guessing they're probably yeah. trained together back in the day. Is um, the book that Grandpa's reading to fucking uh, Kevin Arnold, whatever the fuck his real name is, can't think, Fred Savage, is like the Princess Bride book that he's reading. Is it really like when you read it, it's like the book that Grandpa was reading to to Fred Savage? I can't remember, man. It's a little bit Inception like that. I can't remember if the kid part is even part of the book or if the book is just the book. The actual I can't, story. I, I want to say that the kid being read to is part of the book, if I remember right. I read That's it super so Inception. It's ago. like you're reading yeah. a book about the kid getting the book yeah, read to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if that's a regular book. So yeah, he had to be held up with cables on the horse, like we talked about. Um, he uh did some other acting. Um, I didn't know this, and I was so fucking glad to learn this. The best ever, 
the best ever. If you are uh, from my age and my generation, one of your favorite moments as a child was the two-part episode of Six Million Dollar Man where he fought Bigfoot. Dude, that Bigfoot. Fucking amazing. <laughs> best, I don't remember that. Best worst Bigfoot in the history of Bigfoot. The best. A million Dollar Man the best, Bigfoot? The best. Fuck yeah, he did. And Andre the Giant played Bigfoot. And it was fucking hot that. shit. Gosh. That made it 10 times more hot yeah. shit than it already was. See, I, I came in to like, like kind of like you, but like Andre the Giant was like... I don't even think he was wrestling when I was watching wrestling. Probably but I remember not. watching older wrestling. I think his last wrestling. Oh was my in 90s. god! <laughs> so good. That yeah. shit's funny. Yeah. So yeah, the Bigfoot. Just watch clips. It's like just, if Bob just, Ross and Bigfoot had a baby. Do some. <laughs> <laughs> do some YouTube clips on Six Million Dollar Man versus Bigfoot, and you will not. I mean, fucking it's kind of hairy in the Hendersons, just not red. A little bit, yeah. Like his his face, like oh man. And also in the second, uh, and they had like contacts or something in the game, yeah, like weird eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the second of Conan the Barbarian, Conan the Destroyer, the big demon that gets summoned at the end that Wilt Chamberlain and Arnold Schwarzenegger fight, Dagoth, was also played by hmm. uh, by uh, Andre. Um, and uh, there, there was the other story. There was a story in this era when they were filming. He and Wilt Chamberlain, and Wilt Chamberlain was fucking, I don't know, seven foot tall, something, way the fuck taller than Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain. Really? He's tall as fuck, dude. How tall is Wilt Chamberlain? But he was in, um, he was in Conan the- Seven one. Seven one. He was in Conan the Destroyer, um, and the three of them, Arnold, Wilt Chamberlain, and uh, Andre went to the, the, went to dinner- and in this version, Arnold uh, went to the bathroom and then paid the ticket because he knew that Andre always paid the ticket. Um, and that's what everybody said. If you ever went out to eat with Andre, regardless of the circumstances or who invited who or whatever, Andre insisted on paying. And I can imagine why. I mean, he he was already wealthy because of his, his fame. He's a nice his guy. But also, it's like your meal is pretty fucking insignificant. Right. Like I would feel like shit if I ate that much and then you had to pay for it. Yeah. It's like, you're just yeah. going to eat one burger and some fries. Yeah. I got it's you. 12 bucks. I got you. Take care of you this know, shit. I got you. 80. I'm, I'm exactly. Yeah. They didn't talk dude. about that that much. They talked about his no, drinking. They, didn't. they didn't really talk about the food though, but calorically oh, they were talking about oh, he would drink 7,000 calories or whatever. Like yeah, he would drink yeah. six bottles of wine and a 24 Before pack a of match. beer. Like on a daily basis, he would drink six bottles of wine before he went to wrestle because Jeez, it was like that's probably take, calm the nerves. It was yeah. instead of taking pills, like he's in yeah, pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be yeah. like one beer or something for somebody. Yeah, you yeah. know. They showed him. Uh, Ric Flair said one night they went they went after and they drank. He drank hundred nine beers. He's like hundred and nine beers. Damn. There was that yeah, one he story did, where he fucking passes out of the hotel. I'm to, so there's, uh, he got named the the greatest drunk on earth. <laughs> Because and this one was tons of wrestlers around, etc. <clears throat> but in a six-hour yeah. drinking period, he drank a hundred and nineteen beers. It's a lot. Fuck um, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. How much you got to piss? His bladder was like a fucking. I know, like fifty-gallon professional drum. drinkers who drink every night. You know what I mean? Drink like a thirty-pack yep. or some shit. You know, like and that's a thirty-pack at fucking natty, like no, nat- just whatever, like Budweiser or something. You know, but yeah. like normal people can drink like a thirty-pack. That's an alcoholic though. Right. Every night, drink Dude, 30, thirty beers. beers fuck, a regular beer. Dude, think about him trying to a hundred beers though. You're going to the fucking hospital. Yes. 
So Dusty like, Dusty yeah. Rhodes and Mike Graham had a night where they said that he drank 156. Jesus Christ. The fabulous Moolah said that they sat together and drank one time and he drank 127. Um, that's just normal. And he would yeah. usually drink mixed drinks and or wine with that, though. That wasn't just the beer. Right. Uh, Carrie Elways from The Princess Bride said that he and Mandy Patinkin, the other actor, and Andre went out to drink one time while they were filming and that he was getting 40 ounce pitchers nah. that were that he called uh, he it was a drink that he nicknamed the American and he would just tell the bartender take a 40 ounce pitcher and then just tell him vodka and then have him start pouring and then say stop he even said he brought his own liquor because they didn't have, have enough start pouring and then stop yeah he would bring his own liquor because the bartender he couldn't expect the bartender to use up all the alcohol because it was going to take so Jesus. much it's right. like the rock carries around his gym with him wherever yeah, he goes exactly the iron paradise yeah. yeah yeah but no he drank like he like he it's legendary how much wow. he drank that's insane and it comes from everybody like it's yeah. not just one person saying this everybody said um and again even carrie elway said like he wasn't just drinking for the sake of drinking he was always in pain <laughs> then he that's passed like, out in a hotel on the way back to the fucking elevator or something yeah. i think it was rick flair telling the story he said he was there rick, rick flair, flair was telling the story rick flair yeah. peaked too and he, he said he looked pants. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. size he 24 um no he was like he said what that's where he got the woo from yeah first time the first time under the giant pass out of the elevator and rick flair fucking peaked that's where the woo came from yeah, here's yeah. a question would you slap it if you had to slap it to see it i might just slap it one no, time. oh fuck yeah, yeah if you, let, let me see well. it and then you have to slap yeah you have to yeah, yeah. i wouldn't just because i'd be afraid that it was going to piss him off no no he, no, he's he like wants you, you want to see it you have to slap you have to it slap and he just fucking drops it you see it you slap it i'd smack it walk away i want to feel I want to feel the density. Or you know what I mean? Like, is it light or is it heavy? You from know? a distance, I watch Brad do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's easier. Yeah. Brad was already gonna slap it anyway. I don't have to be gay. But then he got to slap Andre's wiener. I would have to slap You're it. Jealous. Yeah. I would. Like, is I, it like I, I mean, better. is it dense like when you if you were to slap a bowling ball? Right. You know, or is it like you I know, feel better water if balloon? Do, if he let me do one like speed bag dugada. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think if that he works. Let me do a dugada. Yeah. I'd You're be, so big, I'd you'd have to get happier. on your knees to do that. That's though. True. So it's just gonna get real weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The dugada. That's yeah, the. That's it. I'm into that too. That'd be that'd be all right. But anyways. They didn't know what to do because he was so fucking big. He passed out. They couldn't move him. They had to just let him sleep where he fucking fell. Yeah. Kind of keep an yeah. eye on him. Fuck yeah. Rick Flair said, I don't know. Call AAA and walk you away. Yeah. Drag. And, yeah. You're going to drag 500 pounds around. And in the morning when Hulk Hogan woke up to head down to the venue, he walked into the lobby and was like, why is Andre fucking passed out? In the lobby? You might think he's dead. I mean, yeah. Fuck, you know? Yeah. He was one time. Yeah. The last time. <laughs> He was one time. One time. But it happened. Yeah. Um, so uh, the, his biggest match, the one that was super famous, was him and uh, uh, Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania three. Really, it's not just a defining moment for uh, Andre the Giant. It's a defining moment for Hulk Hogan. And it's a defining moment for wwf for pay-per-view for professional wrestling mm -hmm. like uh it was big all around it was big all, it was around. Big they, all around they called it the 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 knee drop hurt around the world or whatever they called it um or the leg drop leg drop leg drop, leg yeah, drop that was Hogan, hogan's leg drop yeah and, and we talked about into, this in the hogan yeah yeah, yeah. Episode, but when he yeah, went into obviously. the ring it was like nobody knew what was going to happen. Vince didn't know. Hogan didn't know. Oh, really? Know. It was just like whatever Andre's going to happen. Wants. Yeah. yeah. So he got in there, and then um, 
at one point and the whole thing, like all the beef leading up to it was body slam. You'd never been body slammed, et cetera. So once they were in the ring and he, and Hogan was like, I have no idea what's going to happen. And then at one point they were in the the clutch and Andre said, slam me. He's so like, fuck Hogan you. was like, fuck yeah. But then I don't Hogan, even think he used two words. He said just slam. 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 Yeah. But Hogan yeah. picked him up and body slammed him and tore muscles in his back while doing it. I was pretty the, impressed because I thought about that. I was like, dude, that might be 500 yes, pounds. Yes. Even if it's really was 400 it's probably pounds. More. It's, it's probably be more. more dude. He was it's big at the more. end, man. Yeah, he yeah was, it's got to be. Like big. I said, two of me is 500 pounds. Yes. He, you know what I mean? He reaches like under, picks him up, and turns him over and fucking slams, slams him. him. I was yeah. like, dude. It was actually a good slam. Like, it was he did a really a, good slam. Really good slam. That's fucking And then after that, he just. I mean, he does have 24 inches. I mean, think of picking up 500 pounds of fucking, you know. I mean, obviously, Andre jumps, you know. Here's what I was thinking about. I was thinking about like when I used to stock it, stock shit at PetSmart, like the horse feed was 80 pounds. Yeah. And I was working oh, yeah. out shit and I was like, yeah. those fuckers are pretty heavy. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm cement. not going to pick up fucking, you know. Yeah. Right. Well, 80 pounds, you know, 100 pounds, 100 pounds dead weight is yeah. obviously if you weigh 100 pounds, you know. And he might have given him a little hop, but I don't yeah, think there's much spring in his he, step. Yeah. He ain't, he yeah. ain't fucking, no. he ain't high jumping. No. You know. That's heavy. Yeah. And then That's he said, heavy. knee drop. Yeah. Like once he her said leg, he, yeah, leg, leg drop, yeah. once he said that, he it was her. like Hogan knew like, fuck, I'm going to win right now. But his interview like, was like, gonna let he me said, do I'll be one, right two, back two, with three. the belt around my waist. And like Vince and fucking Hogan are like, fuck, who knows? He might do that. Right. right. What can I do? Because yeah. it was kind of his like exit because he said, I'm done. He was going to die. He was going to, he told uh, Vince McMahon he was going to go off and die at, right before that match. But they said they could sell it out one more time and like talked him into doing it again. And so they made him take that persona and fucking tear off Hogan's shirt. And you see the whole mm. interview. Hogan tried to put Vic's vapor rub in his eye and all that. No, it's good. It's real good. Mm. No, all those interviews are. But um, he, he was gonna quit. You know what I mean? So it's super humble of him to not take that last opportunity yeah. and still give it up to fucking Hogan. That's crazy. And that's what they say. Well, he liked him. Hogan. Like he was, he's like Hogan kept calling him brother, and he's like, yeah. we're, we're brothers, right. brothers. <laughs> well, they he's said like, like if he liked had you, he would do whatever to get. Like he didn't have the ego. Yeah. In wrestling that most of them have. Like, I, he didn't care if he had the fucking win and he got the belt. Because, I mean, keep in mind, like, you're such a fucking spectacle. Every match you do is just, holy shit, it's fucking honored. Like, you're, you already got over. Yeah. Like, you got over every match. You don't have to win. Like, you don't have to do anything to you get over. You didn't win. Like, no. You didn't win and we're talking about yeah, you. Exactly. Today, you're dead. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but then he kept he kept wrestling um, for quite a while, actually. He, he did his last tour for uh wwe in 92 so he was still much less frequently it was like you know break him out for a big deal yeah. kind of a thing does madame tussauds have a figure of andre the giant they had to have at some point so when i get when i get taxidermied mm -hmm. i want to get to put him. in there next to him yeah with a dubita uh, well, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I guess I could be set up like <laughs> yeah. to do the the, 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 the <laughs> and then people can get pictures next to it. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, go in there with some Pringles cans and pantyhose and make it all happen. <laughs> a speed like bag. Yeah. Be good. Um. So yeah, but then in uh uh ninety three, um, kind of like I mean, it's sad because he died, but he flew back to because he lived in North Carolina. He said that he loved it there. He lived in a small town because he said it, it's kind of like it made me think of Dave Chappelle. It's like Dave Chappelle moves to this fucking small town um, in Ohio. Is that where he lives? But it's like he's like, because I can fucking go anywhere. I can go to the grocery store. I can go get gas. I can walk up the street and get an ice cream with my kids. And yeah, nobody's freaking Nobody, out. Yeah. Like everybody knows I'm here. Yeah. I've already met everybody. 
If anybody had a freak out, that was fucking 10 years ago. You know, now I'm just home and it's cool and nobody bothers me. And he said the same thing. He was like, he could walk up to the convenience store. He could do whatever. Um, he was he just bought, Andre. Hey, yeah, hey Andre. Exactly. So he bought you know. a big house there. He, he met some, uh, uh, a married couple and he was like, Hey, do you want to live in my house? Um, cause I need someone to stay there cause I'm on the fucking road all the time. So they stayed there and they were like his surrogate family, but he left there and flew to France because his dad died and, um, he flew back there for his funeral and would, yeah, and then the sucks. day, yeah, the day after his dad's funeral, he spent the whole day playing cards with his old childhood friends and his brothers and his mom. And then he died that night, uh, from congestive heart failure. So it's he, almost like the broken heart thing, like old people. Yeah, exactly. His dad died and he fucking, right, right. The heartbreak, his heart's so big, probably couldn't pump the blood. And then they couldn't, uh, they couldn't find a, a crematorium that could handle his body. Just cut him up. So they had to, like, they had to ship him back to, him half, they bro. had to ship him back to America. You're going to burn him anyway. Right. I know. It's like you're getting stuffed. But I was sh- thinking it. Yeah. yeah. Say it. <laughs> they shipped him back to America where there was a crematorium that could handle him. They cremated him and then they uh, scattered his ashes. America's got big crematoriums. We, yeah, we got it. Yeah. Going. We got all the German scientists and the crematoriums. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, showers. The, Did you see that they, uh, Vince was telling people he had like two rows of teeth and like two hearts and a bunch of shit. He's like, I used to tell people he had 84 teeth. Yeah. <laughs> like a shark. And two hearts. Yeah. yeah. Two rows of teeth. He's like, they're tiny, but it's like when you look in there, yeah. there's like another row. And like and uh, Rick, Rick Flair, Flair said, he would be like, it. <laughs> <laughs> for years, he said, because he was like lower than him. He was trying, when he opened his mouth and talked, he said, that's how, that's how you know bit. he unzipped the pants. Yeah. Exactly, right there. dude. Yeah, he was he's peeking. Yeah, he's peeking. Rick Flair's curious. Is a fucking he checked his teeth, then he checked his dick. Yeah. Like of all the interview, like Hogan was cool to see on there, but every single time Ric Flair showed up, he fucking got a laugh out of me because yeah. he's just a fucking great. Yeah. Ric Flair's but, crazy. But, um, but yeah. And then like they, again, they just talk about like he was, he was just so fucking kind. And if he loved you, he loved you. And if he didn't, you fucking knew it. Um, and he'd fuck you up in the ring. Um, I don't know if you can find that. I mean, I mean, I know you can find the match of him and the iron Sheik somewhere online, but there's probably a thousand of them. Yeah. But if you watch that HBO documentary, when they get to the section where they talk about him not liking people, watch that footage when he's fucking with Iron Sheik, because that fucking, that knee twist. The knee thing, I was like, I mean, I was watching it and I was like, you could have literally, you probably could have torn his leg off. Yeah. He's like past like 90 like I, I don't it was know, it's awful like, it's dude like, it's like starting to point back down to fucking like five o'clock and shit you're like oof but andre stopped like, yeah. i think andre knew the knew where the limit was um but yeah and he said that like he used to like he would take jake the snake roberts like when he was uh in the corner of the ring and andre would like go over and like squat on him and then like squeeze his singlet and just squeeze all the of his sweat. ball sweat all over Jake the Snake's uh, face as a laugh, not because he hated him, but because he thought it was funny. Uh, um, and that, like, even just a whole story, a locker room. Love. There was a whole storyline of like him and Jake the Snake, and the fact that he that Andre the Giant was afraid of snakes, which uh, is just great. That would have been great to see, uh, like him being afraid of Jake the Snake Roberts. That's great. I'm That's a fucking snakes. great uh, storyline. Um, yeah. So that was Jake the Snake. I mean. We're not doing an in-depth look at his wrestling career, uh, but you definitely could. Um, there's a lot of really cool storylines that he did, and uh, he he wrestled with some of the greats of all time. But um, crazy, crazy story, big guy. You said uh, that was Jake the Snake. Oh, That's what we've been talking about this whole night. The whole time. Was, Every yeah, time you said Jake yeah, the Snake, we yeah, don't yeah, want to interrupt you. Up. But yeah, we were yeah. talking about Andre the Giant's <laughs> Jake yeah. the Snake. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, the whole he, time. he named his dick Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where that Jake the Snake's yeah, yeah. Uh, Jake the Snake snake was actually Andre the Giant's cock. Right. <laughs> That's how big right. it was. That's where but Jake the, the Snake got the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We later size. grew up to be Kevin Hart. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's friends with Shaq? Yeah. And The Rock, whose tequila we had tonight. We did. It's a full yeah. circle. It is it really a full circle. Kevin Bacon. Circle of life. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Kevin Bacon. Who's in a movie with Kevin Bacon? Yeah. Yeah. Flatliners. Dirty dancing. Flatliners. Is he in Flatliners? Yeah. Andre the Giant? Yeah. 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 Andre the Giant, yeah. He played the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the line. <laughs> All right. Is that what we got? <laughs> that was a yeah. rant. Close it out. Yep. All right. Uh, social media winner for episode 578 Beastie Boys, a musical masterpiece, is going to be Arik Gullet. Fuck Jesus Christ. I don't know how you say this. A R I K, first name. Eric. Eric. It's Eric? Yeah. Yeah. Nah. That's Black Eric. Literally, the, all the letters for Ark are there. It can't be Air. It's R. Huh? It's Eric. R. A I. R. A R A R. How would you say that? I K. How would you say A R? R A. There you go. Exactly. <clears throat> um, and his last name is or, it's or their a- last name Eric. is G U L L E T E. Guyer. Guyer. Eric ah. Guyer. Yeah, that's probably how appropriate that a, French, Eric. That a, a Frenchman is going to win a Eric T-shirt. Eric yeah. That's going to be an expensive T-shirt. I can tell just by their name. I have yeah. to ship this shit somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's probably going to be bastards. fucking Tennessee. He's got Why three do we cousins, have to be world famous? Three cousins guys. that are his wife. Plus, he's a 12X because he's a giant. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. He's a big shirt. Giant Frenchman. Yeah. All right. Um, also, we are part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Um, you go to podbelly.com to find other cool podcasts like Robots for Eyes and Ectoplasm. Robots is really cool. Ecto, eh, they got beer and stuff. Jason's I was going to say, cool. Ecto's Jelly cool. Beans. Robots fries, eh. Oh, really? Yeah, funny accents. Oh, so that's yeah. cool. Space cunts. Space cunts. I like it. Yeah. Scourge of the universe. Space cunts. Yeah. That's my next album. Yeah. The space inside the cunt. Hmm. You look around in that's here. A, yeah, after like Andre TARDIS, was there. It's like a TARDIS pussy. Yeah. A TARDIS pussy. <laughs> Bigger on the inside. Yeah, uh, you didn't expect it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> After you said that, I thought of a... Um, <laughs> what did you think of when I said TARDIS pussy? <laughs> Dr. Hoo-ha? I, I immediately... I immediately... I immediately pictured a torta. You know, the big bread? I don't know why. You said that, I just pictured a torta. Man, there needs to be a fucking... Like, uh, there needs to be a porno called Dr. Hoo-ha. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's bigger on the inside. <laughs> Hoo-ha! Got you all in check. Yeah. A lot of wow. lesbian scenes with the yeah. Daleks. Oh, man. Yeah. Daleks. Yeah. Mm. It's perfect. There's a lot of good stuff in yeah. there. Yeah. Mm. All right. I fucking don't know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> uh, probably. Uh, um, also, Elie Kateko Hot Sauce is our primary sponsor. It is. Uh, King of Flavor since 1968. They are. Brad used to stop me on that all the time. He did? did I? You weren't ready. Uh, I was ready. I, just, I don't care anymore. Do <laughs> um, you remember who our scope member of the month is while I'm talking? Yep. Don't, okay. Don't know that. He yep. wrote you an email and everything? Yep. All right. Just making sure. Um, Jeremiah check out, Jenkins. That's right. Jeremiah Jenkins has been around since the beginning. Yep. Check out El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Uh, go to the store, buy some, take pictures, post it on social media, put it in your mouth, uh, give it to a friend, introduce somebody to hot sauce. If you don't like it, I don't care, go buy it because you love us and you have to support mm-hmm. us. So mm-hmm. go do it. Yep. Um, also, thank you to Print Dirt Cheap. Uh, go to printdirtcheap.com to order stickers and printed goods. Um, and you can save some money by using code Sofa King Podcast at the checkout. Also, check out Jimmy D's Tees. Um, he's making us some shirts right now and he can make you some too. Um, and if you want to get some of those shirts that he made for us, go to sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop. It's another way to support us. If you can't support us on Patreon, uh, cause you can't keep track of your bank account and uh, $1 might make you go fucking 
a fifteen dollar fee or thirty dollar fee or whatever overdraft fees are these days. Thirty five, I think. Is it thirty five? Yeah. I haven't had an overdraft fee in a long time. Well, I guess it probably depends on what bank you're at. Yeah. Yeah. There was a time I had overdraft I think, fees. I think Chase I think a Chase like I think there is our thirty five or some shit. Like, They're crazy. Some fucking ridiculous. Yeah. A lot. And look, yeah, it's you. fucking a lot. Because sometimes you get a, it's twenty. You get an overdraft fee for your overdraft fee. Your overdraft. Fee. Yeah. yeah. Getting, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. It just chains. It just yeah. keeps going yeah. infinitely. Yeah. Like, what? God damn it! Yeah. I can actually fuck? hear my overdraft fee. Yeah. It sounds like there's a, a playing card in my spokes. <laughs> that was really. That was on fucking right then, man. Playing card in spokes. He pulled it out. You did. I'll get you gadget. Throwing that out there. Just if you want. Next time. Just a little request. Um, where was I at? Jimmy D's Tees. Also, check out SKR Apparel at S-U-I-K-E-R Apparel.com. Um, go buy some stuff. There's cool shit over there. And go to RetroVague.com if you're into 80s stuff. Um, all kinds of cool stuff over there. And that's all I got. It's Brad Stern. All right. Uh, uh, before I do the Skull Member of the Month, I was just thinking right now, who is the oldest who is the oldest page the 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 furthest back what's the name you think of when you think of like not patron but listener of the show that we know like you know what i mean that might not be around anymore they might be around but who's the 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 oldest name you could think of sam culper happy sam birthday culper? yeah it's his birthday today. It's been a while. Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Old he's, motherfucker. A, he's officially the first patron too. Like he yeah. is actually officially yeah. unofficially the first person to send us money. Yeah. Yes. He, he handed us through money. the mail. Illegally. I don't know on Patreon. Like uh, what? Date well, I'm not just saying Patreon. It. I'm just saying like, what's the I oldest know. name? Like no, the oldest like, name I was saying was Sam Culper. Like Sam Culper. That's one. Of, and then one uh, the you know one of the other ones, Mondo, Armando fucking. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's yeah. old school. Cause he gave us whiskey back. I was thinking your Dietrich was always one. Um, that was later, though. Remember Rex? Oh yeah, Rex from uh, yeah. Columbia. I talked to him not that long ago, actually. Oh like, really? Somehow on Facebook, like we reconnected. But yeah, he gave us yeah. that bottle from Brazil yep. over here. Yeah, Brazil. I yep. still know where the bottle is. Columbia, at. Brazil. Yes. Uh, who like? Uh, well, we know we said that that uh, the cask Islay. Um, mm -hmm. What's the name on the back of it? Let's see. And they were they were from Europe. They were from. Uh, the Europeals. Europeals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Christopher and Haley Perth. That's a super, yes. super mm -hmm. way That's back. Way back, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and then, uh, yeah, just trying to give some love to the old, to, to the our old, old school. school. Some, some still listen. Some don't. Jo Josh Haney. Josh Haney. Josh oh Haney. yeah, Josh Haney. He still listens. That. I messaged yeah, him while they're there. I was like, "You still fucking listen?" He's like, "I do still listen." Huh. He's just not on. A lot of people just not on social yeah. media. Right. Yeah, for sure. A lot sure. of people right. said, "Fuck Facebook." Uh, and they're well, still and I know. I know like when we, we were going to meetups, like we were meeting people and they're like, oh, we, we love the show. And we're like, we never fucking heard of you. I don't think that yeah. aged well. You I know? feel like someone watered this down. I don't think it was that color. That color looks weird. Uh, I never know. Uh, oh, it smells really good. Uh, that smells really smoky, good. Smoky, huh? There's such Try. a range of colors. You never yeah. know. Can That's you get this light. still? Probably. Oh, I yeah. I wouldn't dare dust yeah, yeah. that bottle, but I want to try it again. You can get, you can, I mean, you can take a small sip. Next show. Next show. Yes. Anyway, our skull member of the month for... This month, you can't think what month it is, huh? It's May. It's yeah, fucking it this year is going by. Lay yeah, by the man. bay, make things yeah. out of clay. Yeah, it's, it's May. It's May. Yeah. Uh, it's Bill Smith. Am I right? You're I get it. Right. Okay, Bill Smith. Because um, his email is uh, uh, what does it say? Got one underscore four underscore the midgets mm -hmm. yeah. at Gmail. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I'm not gonna say where what. Right, what, right, right. Well, it's not dot com. It's dot net. I didn't uh, know. Yeah, dot net's for Gmail dot net. Um, yeah. So Bill Smith, uh, you know, uh, he's he's been 
excited. We've been talking about him, you know, and and you know, saying good things about him. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's what we do about all the all the Skull members of the month. Mm-hmm. And uh, not so much, but mm-hmm. yeah, I we always say good things about. No, him. we don't. Yeah, no. I'm, as no. general rule, I mean, no. in general, in we past, never we never say anything good about. Well, him. you might not. I mean, think you've it's been good. Pretty, you were pretty rude to Patty last That's week. That's true. Yes, she yeah. wasn't Skull member. Of the I month, know. So, yeah, but so she was at one time. Hey, it was two weeks ago. So you're saying uncalled for and unwarranted is what you're saying. No. Mm. You're saying if they're not school member of the month, we can do whatever we want. No, no. no. <laughs> I think you're kind of wishy-washy yeah. on this, to be honest. I think so. Yeah. Mm, I don't think so. If hypocrisy had a scent, <laughs> I would have yeah. to light a candle right now, Dave. Yeah. And it would smell like Bill Smith. Mm-hmm. Which, is, which is quite pleasant. <laughs> yeah. From what I've heard. Yeah. Like okay. Snuggles Fabric Softener. Yeah. Okay. That's a yeah. good thing. That's track. good. Yeah, yeah. That's All good. Right. That's so a good right? thing to say about yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. If you see? wiped your ass with a Snuggles Fabric Softener. No. Yeah. No. no like a dryer no, sheet. No, if you no. wiped your ass with dryer no. sheets, no. that's what Bill Smith smells like. I feel like those are rough. I mean, Bill Smith's rough, so. Don't bark at me. I mean, Yeah. So anyway, so we always say we try. I mean, we might not all agree on what good stuff is, right. but we try to say good things yeah. about them. Uh, Bill Smith sent me an email uh, praising me for the last uh, few that we talked about him, you know, mm-hmm. saying that he really Obviously enjoyed he Dave. Uh, our comments. He said that we were historically accurate, that everything was, you know, up to par. Well, it I still said. doesn't mean that it's, it was good. It was a good thing to say about somebody. Well... I don't agree with you completely. One man's trash is another man's fuck you. Exactly. Yeah, that's what my grandpa used yeah. to say. I mean, his name is Will Smith, and he's like, I mean, he yeah. goes around telling people that he's not the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but the Fresh Prince of Ball Hair. Oh. But that still isn't a good thing to say about somebody. It's right. true, he's saying about himself, but though. it's not a good thing to say about it. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Maybe and that was right. a quote. You're just using an example. I'm just it's using yeah. a quote. Not something you made up. Yeah. yeah. And I've seen that was from he, his neighbors. Actually, he braids it like a hobbit down yeah. there. But that's not a good thing to say about somebody. Dirty jaw will wipe. Whether it's true or not, and it's like, he does Gim- the it's like Gimli's Raider. beard. Yeah. He does the Tuscan Raider where you go. Er, er, er. Oh, that's right. The the when he's out of Danny Downey dryer sheets, <laughs> right. snuggle, <laughs> right. snuggle sheets. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, so what I was getting to is he sent me an email and he said that you know thank you. Something so soft be so rough though. You're right. It, 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 yeah. I'm telling you, soft it must laundry, be the anti-static on the stuff. Butt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but he wanted us. Yeah, he wanted us to mention uh, his his kids that he has. Oh mm-hmm. God. Um, they all live on a towel under his bed. <laughs> no child support for those kind of kids no those are his favorite <laughs> yeah so well he has he has he has three with his current wife uh his wife in um uh, he has a wife in orlando mm-hmm. florida and he has three with her He's his trying wife, to. He likes his odd wife's numbers. With Orlando in Florida is the yeah. truth of the matter now. And then he has a girlfriend in Michigan, mm-hmm. um, and she has one by him. She used to go by the name Spicy Brown. Is mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. And then he has might be related. Upstate New York, he has a girlfriend mm-hmm. who they're engaged right now. So, want to congratulations on in your criminal engagement. activity. And he has four with her. One was a mistake. And then he has one in California, girlfriend. Nothing serious, though. They have two kids. And then he has one in Washington. And they're engaged recently. So congratulations, oh, congratulations. Bill. And he's there. still a patron. So moral to the yeah. story, like, 
He's not paying child support yeah. for any of them, no. but he has the kids. Yeah, so Washington, uh, somewhere near Yakima, he was saying, I forget, uh, but she has four also. And then one in Idaho that has three, one in Texas that has six. That was his first six. wife, six, wow. yeah. Uh, one in Cleveland that has two. Mm-hmm. Another one in Arizona. I'm, just, I'm really impressed with your Actually, he has two in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I'm reading it off the email. I, I yeah. think you I'm see. watching you yeah. read it, yeah. Yeah, two in Arizona. And they're they're not they're not listed here. And one has one and a half. I don't know where the half is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's about. Mm-hmm. And then another one. That's has, why his email's a midget. It's has, like a, as a yeah another two, yeah. another one with three. So altogether, I don't know. I didn't count how many. He didn't say a 63. total. Is it sixty? Yeah. So yeah, sixty three yeah. kids mm-hmm. plus on the talent. The ones bed. under the bed. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and only one was a mistake. Only yeah. one was a mistake. That's correct. Wow. So he's trying to be a good father. He says, you know, he really likes our inspirational speaks on um, <laughs> being a father. And <laughs> you know, I like to watch TED speaks. Yeah, those are yeah, those are good. Those are good. They are. I yeah. agree. Uh-huh. And and so you know, he would like to see like more of those in when we do the um, the bonus episodes. He would like to have more. Inspirational dad okay. talks. Is we'll throw one out for him. So, yeah, yeah. Just you know, raising raising kids. Yeah, and, and all that good stuff. Literally, so. raising Arizona was going to be about him. Yeah, yeah. So We've thank you, Bill. Arizona. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you, Bill, yeah. for uh, participating in this month's Sculpt Member of the Month highlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, hopefully, we will learn some more about you uh, in the in the I mean, weeks. What to come. could there be left? I mean, we know quite a bit about him. We do. Yeah, we do. I mean, we do. That's some yeah, inside do. info. Very, very interesting. Yeah. The very towel interesting was a bit man. much. I could have done without that. Yeah, a little yeah. TL, too mm-hmm. much information. Yeah, I don't want. Yeah, yeah. It stands up by itself. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like ET mm-hmm. under the yeah. under the sheets, <laughs> yeah. like in the corner of the room. In the corner. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look at the ET prop. No, that's my cum towel. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my kids. Yeah, yeah those are my kids. kids. Thanks. That's how the accident happened. Someone was <laughs> going to go swimming early on in the mm. towel process. Oh, wow. Went to dry off. Yeah. Huh. Still viable. Okay. It could happen. Yeah, it could. People have used that excuse, <laughs> I bet. All right. I'm about um, to dry it off with a cum towel, baby. <laughs> uh, friend Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where he kept it. If you're on Reddit, go to our first slash Sofa King podcast, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King podcast. Personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. Also, check out Eliucateco underscore hot sauce, Jimmy D's teas. And don't forget to look up Podbelly and give them a like and follow also. Uh, Spotify playlist, uh, Sofa King Podcast 2021, and also check out the Patreon at patreon.com backslash Sofa King Podcast to uh, support the show for as little as a dollar. You get the bonus episodes. I'll be retarded.
falling apart. I'm erasing you and I'm happy. You did it to me first. I can't believe you did this to me.